that troubleshooting. But no, nah, um, so you said Grambling, Jackson State, Kentucky State, UAPB. I'm missing yep. Tennessee, State. Tennessee State. Yep. So yeah, now those are all great schools. I think the difference between going to Clark, um, and then the schools surrounding us. I'll talk about those in a second. And then any other HBCU is that Clark, Spelman, and Morehouse, and now Morris Brown, um, are in the middle of a big city. Like most H, like most HBCUs are middle of nowhere. Yeah, like co- yeah. most colleges are middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like no, facts. you know, um, even here like Bloomington and stuff like that are small yeah. towns. Mm-hmm. Clark's in the heart of Atlanta. Like, um, not how IUPUI is. That's kind of how Georgia State is in Atlanta. Clark's mm-hmm. more like the proximity of Butler to downtown. Gotcha. Like we're, we're right there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so our experience is a little more different because we can move around more. We can breathe a little mm-hmm. bit more. It's a big city. Howard's like that too, being in D.C. Gotcha. So Howard, Clark, Spelman, Morehouse, it's a little bit different going to those. But as the, uh, the experience definitely is different. The experience shape who you're seeing now is the reason why I'm DJing. Like the HBC experience changed a lot. I'm not going to lie. Used to DJ out there too? Nope. That's why I said that. Um, so when I was in school, man, it was this drum line, you know, get in, get out. My big thing, like, my family put a lot of ducats into me going to college. Right. And so I wasn't trying to F it up. Like, my first semester, um, I can this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all got sponsors and shit I can't piss off. This is uh, great podcast. You can do what you feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> um, no, my first semester, I kind of fucked up. Um, I didn't know how to balance um, being in band, having the freedom of just doing whatever the fuck I wanted, being in college, um, and then the school thing. But then by second semester, um, I kind of got my shit together. And then by the time I made drum major after my freshman year, so by the time I was leading the band, I got I had the school shit in order. Um, so I wasn't even thinking about no type of side hustle, no DJing, no nothing. It That's was just crazy. Because, nigga, if you did. I know. I think about that all the time. Man, yeah. But you know what? what? I, was just, I was talking to uh, DJ Hustle Hands um, about this last night at the battle. I was like, if I did, I wouldn't have marched. I wouldn't have been drum major. I wouldn't have got the the drum line HBCU band experience that I yearned for from when I was a kid type shit. Because yes. um, I would have been busy DJing. I would have right, been outside. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it, it, it was a give and take. Um, plus, I'm not going to lie. I'm happy I started my career DJing in my hometown because I think we got the best DJs. So, hey, man, we listen, listen we say I don't that care every, how many times yeah. that come up, bro. <laughs> Bro, nah, nigga, I would never change. Bro, I vouch for it. I done traveled to many major cities, bro, uh-huh. and it's, bro, niggas is not like It's that. like, it's not like no. the, I'm, I feel like what, what Max was talking about on the last episode, it's like the transition. Yeah. yeah. Like, they transitions ain't, bro, you the, know what I'm saying? The only DJ I've listened to outside of here that I really like is mm-hmm. uh, DJ Fresh. Okay. He's from uh, Cincinnati. Okay. And I know him because my, uh, my homeboy from college, one of my old teammates, used to manage him as a DJ. That's what's up. And he was, uh... When Rich Romy Quine was at his highest level, he was his like personal DJ. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, so Rich he Romy was big. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Rich Romy was D- DJ big. Fresh is solid. Like he done been on tour with Meek and Nicki. Oh yeah, he's he's solid. But outside of him, bro, there's nobody else in, in anywhere else Nigga. other than Indianapolis so, that I would vouch for, bro. It's 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 a lot that I vouch for because like my my DJ in origin um, is from a Queens DJ. <laughs> I started DJing. Oh, okay. Um, so. A little backstory, COVID hits spring of 2020. Um, we got to go home, and we in the room having a little kickback, all the homies before we go, because at this point, we don't know when we're seeing niggas again. Um, so I just got off the sticks. You know, 2K, you lose. You got to give up the sticks. So I just got <laughs> the sticks. Um, so I'm like, hey, Satch, 
I saw my homie DJ Satch flipped it. He's a DJ, local, uh, not local DJ, DJ from Queens, New York, DJ's down in Atlanta. So, hey, let me hop on your DJ board. And he's like, nigga, I'm finna hop on. I'm not finna teach you. <laughs> like, I ain't finna give you no class right, right now. I said, bro, turn it on. I'll figure out the rest. I swear to God, like an hour later, nigga, the whole kickback was in a room just vibing. I was just vibing in the room because I'm DJing. I'm going crazy. You was just fucking with some shit you ain't know nothing about? Never. It? The only time I ever had any type of lesson about DJing was uh, I was a camp counselor back in 2016. And we took some kids to academics. Like the kids I was counseling, we took them to academics. And Doug gave like a 30-minute course to these kids on how to transition, how to drop it on the one. Mm. But outside of that, never touched the board or oh, nothing. Oh, so you fairly new to a DJ then. Oh, yeah, three years in. Oh, wow. It's three That's years crazy. in. That's crazy. Three years in. Nigga, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, nah, you, the way you be DJing? Three years in. And, and I'm just, the youngest. Just, I think the only DJ who's outside who's younger than me is Lil J. I was about to say, how old are you? I'm 24. Oh, damn. What? Oh, uh, yeah, you got a oh, very nigga. big. I'm 24. You better watch <laughs> out. It's uh, slime. You better watch out. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. For bro, only, that's crazy. Only three years in, bro. And you, I be seeing, the only time I've actually get to hear you spin was huh? at the, I think the second battle when you and uh, John B. Okay, well, I, I know he hates me. Yeah, Johnny B. Yes. Johnny B. That's my dog. Yeah, that's my. That's uh, he grew up with my little brother, so I, he like little bro to me. That's but, my uh, dog. That's crazy. That was the only time I really got to hear you, and then, but I, I see you, you move around a lot. So for you to only be three years in the game, man, and that's hey, that's, that's impressive, man. That's wild, bro. Three yeah, for years. Sure. So like, it was like it, everything, everything moved fast. I ain't gonna lie, but it, it didn't feel fast. Like, right. Y'all yeah, know right. how it is. Like when you. When you're getting into something and you're trying to something for the first time, it felt yeah. like forever. Like, I remember, um, I say spring 2020, I hop on Satch's board. I come home by March of 2020. I think Trump and Clark sent that little bread by the yeah. end of March. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, shit, I'm about to break off the fam a little bit, and I'm about to go buy me a little DJ board. I bought the cheapest DJ board I could find. Um, I bought me some little studio speakers. Pay for the little subscriptions, and then shit. Shout out to moms because they let me DJ from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. But it was like I was decent at it, so they was just vibing with. It. That's cool. And they you a like, different type of DJ though. I feel like you got certain DJs mm -hmm. that that can only do certain genres of music. Mm -hmm. You can do everything, bro. But I think it's because I grew up so like my 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 whole story is. I, I feel like it's interesting. My mom had me at fourteen. You feel me? Okay, and so. I grew up with how y'all grew up. Yeah, they're, she's around y'all yeah. age. Like my yeah, mom, yeah. I think she turns forty in February. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. She so for, she, yeah. basically grew up with nothing but older people. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like when she was at Tech, I was at Tech. <laughs> when, when she was like, and then like outside of that, her friends, <laughs> like her friends, took me in. Like you know, I'm I'm really a, a product of a village. Her friends took me in, so. Uh, my pops, he in a frat, and so I was around the college students. So you know, the college students she was on up. Oh, they they up on <laughs> the newest music. Yeah. Um, my auntie, she was really industry. So I was around the street music and the street side of it. That's how. Um, that's really how I like know how to be a nap DJ because I grew yeah. up with my auntie listening to straight Don Don and Gus. So that's how I knew. That's All right, right, bet that's how this how this is that's how, how niggas sound. is coming. Yeah, yeah. But just growing up around my mom, like with her being fourteen, shit. Um, she was an MTV kid, so it was waking up to Avril Lavigne, Pink, Beyonce. We was waking up to rock, yeah, pop, hip hop, crazy. country. That's how I got dressed. It was every morning, either VH1 or MTV. Um, and then like my grandma, um, just being real into music. You know, always you got the old Earth, Wind, and Fire, the funk, uh, yeah. the old shit. But 
My grandma fuck with John Bon Jovi. My grandma fuck with um the Steve Miller band. My grandma fuck with the Eagles. And so I was on to classic rock and shit like that. Um, and I've been drumming since I was four or five years old. So being a drummer, I naturally fuck with gospel. I fuck oh, with cool. rock, fuck with country. So then being a DJ really just can encapsulate. That's really why I like DJing. Like, that's why I was getting to like, at first, them first six months, it was a hobby. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. even trying to make money. You it was just. to make money. You weren't being serious. You was just playing. Yeah, I can take all these on. genres, put them together. I wanted, to, I wanted to put out mixes. And I want to listen to mixes for when I'm playing the game and when I'm smoking. I wanted to yeah. when 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 girls come to the crib, hey, turn on the mix, let's vibe out. It was never to be making bread. I was still in school um, on Zoom. Like I was waking up, I was waking up, hopping on Zoom, and I literally I mute myself and I'd be mixing in one ear of my headphone and a teacher in the other ear, just taking That's notes. That's crazy. And then. Um, I say like the end of 2020, the family started booking me for little barbecues. Yeah, you know, here like a little hundred, little, yeah, little, little money here and there. You was turning them motherfuckers out. Um, hell yeah, but it was like I was doing. I was. I, I, that's where I learned how to cater to the crowd. You feel me? My family older, so I got to mix the old with the new. With they the want to hear. Make it sound good. Yeah, and they want to hear, it, and I got a wild. They don't want to do older folks. One thing about them, boy, you play too much of that. I'm gonna shoot you, and when I see ah, you, yeah. and you my op, they gonna be like, listen, we ready to go. Unless, hey. Yeah. Unless it's, it's unless it's their version of I'ma shoot you when I see you. I turn, you on, I turn on some Project Pat. I turn on some Scarface or something. If they gonna lose their mind. Hey, if you could but be they some, like James, that. some James Brown or Curtis Mayfield with some new shit, nigga, you got the older. Nah, yeah, they like that. They like that. But it, see, that that that's a vibe. But that, that's really how it started. Just mixing for the fam, and then word of mouth, the fam being connected. Hey, my little, you know, my little cousin DJ for you. Um, but really, I ain't gonna lie. It's funny. I started really like the career, really hustling on Black Dollar, like <laughs> Black Dollar, like Black Dollar shout was like to, shout out to Pumpkin. Nah, yeah, for sure. You know like, Black Dollar was like it was like a job for me. Um, I wake up, everybody I, tagging. I not even tagging me. They didn't have tag me. I'm, I went on Black Dollar. I searched for DJ. All right, don't nobody need DJ today. Party. All right, don't remember event. All I'm doing is you need a DJ for this. You need a DJ for this. You need a DJ. I don't got a price list. I don't know my price. Yet. I just want to. That's crazy. Um, and that's how I started. This, we got the same marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad. I'm, 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 I'm gonna DM you and bother you. The worst you can say is no. Like what? Hey, listen. Or you, or, no. you know, whatever. But you said at that time you didn't have a price. Nah. So you was really just trying to get booked for gigs. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I I did. I was I was. Oh, so telling, you was hustling, 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 hustling. I was telling uh, DJ Meek last night at the battle. He was like, hey, man, like. You know, I'm trying to start getting outside with some advice. I was like, bro, I wouldn't even advise the shit I was doing. Like, yeah, I mean, nah, the grunt work, so some of the the, the 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 way I was working and the money I was, getting, I wouldn't even advise it. Oh, okay. I would, okay. I wouldn't allow somebody to do that. A, you messing up the market for me and other bigger DJs now. Yeah. Two, you know, you you letting the the people who paying you get off, letting them think that this is okay, like this is what a DJ is worth, right? Whether you good or not. Um, yeah, I just wouldn't advise it. it. It wasn't smart. I just happened to get out of it quick before I got into the cycle again, played or just getting taking less for what I was doing. But it was definitely like a good four or five months of grunt work. Yes, I mean, that's crazy. So if you don't know it by now, you are listening to I Create Podcast. Uh, I'm your boy Mike Haney. Unfortunately, we missing Tony Sticks. Tony, where <laughs> yeah. are you? <laughs> this is really me crying, nigga. So. <laughs> so Tony couldn't be here today, but uh, on my far left, I got my boy P. What up? Yo, what's good, everybody? And to my left, 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 
<laughs> you haven't noticed by now, we got sounds by Cam in the building. What up, Cam? Yes, sir. How y'all doing, man? Man, feeling good. Chilling. Feeling great. That's, uh, what's up. That's what's up. Christmas is tomorrow. I hope everybody got their Christmas gifts together. Yeah, man. Because, uh, and you said you're a new father. Well, about to be a new about father. About to be a new father. Have you already been Christmas shopping for the baby? For my baby, no. But my girl has a son, and I have two young siblings who are toddlers. So okay. I shop for that. Take care of them. That's what's up, because all my kids got their gifts like three weeks ago. <laughs> Bro, I think the last-minute shopping is just a, a unconscious bad habit. Because Christmas is yeah. on the same day every year at the yeah. same time. And you know yeah. it's coming. You know it's coming. But still, everybody is still going to get something Scramble. at the last minute. I bought gifts today before I came No, nah, I ain't going to lie. And I, I work. <laughs> I'm always in retail stores yeah. 24-7. That's my fucking job. So. There's no reason for me to be going to get anything the day before Christmas, but it's always like you feel like, well, shit, I can go grab this, or let me real go see quick. if they got this. Yeah, real quick. I told myself last year I ain't going to do it again, but here I was today. You were shopping today? Yeah, because I had to work, so I was like, I'm like, well, shit, I'm in here. Like, <laughs> I'm in here. Let me, let grab me go look, look around. But I be honest, shop today. Listen, my boys, Mike Mike wanted a PS5. I said, okay, I'll get it to you for Christmas. He said, nah, bro. I want you to buy it now and hook it up so we can play it. <laughs> I said, oh, shit, bad. Oh, yeah, he was like, and I want to leave it at your house. Oh, that's even better. Say less. It's my Because now I can hop on the game, too. Yeah, it's my Nigga, I've been Call of Duty out, boy. <laughs> Modern War uh, Warfare 3. I'm going to tell you now, man, the kid's smart. Like They, they understand that from, from Black Friday until New Year's. The deal started, so you might as well buy it now and give it to me. Hey, because yeah. I'm because I'm grown. Why would you have me wait, Dad? Yeah, I don't even believe in Santa no more. Like, man, listen. I, <laughs> the only thing I the main because I the stuff I got today was small, like socks, couple graphic tees. But uh, the main thing was to get my son a phone, and I, that was I got that done. Hey, that's okay. a great gift. Yeah, yeah, that was, and it was broke. The, the shit you do for your fucking kids, boy. You ain't got to tell me, man. The two, so the two phones I got, one of them is my my lines, and then the other one is on my brother's plan. And mm-hmm. bro, between the two of them, then they was giving me hell trying to add another line, but we finally got it finished. So That's he up. he gonna be getting him a new phone, and That's this motherfucker up. newer than mine. That's hey, that's gonna be the wild. I ain't gonna part. lie. I was listen. I was gonna take the new one and wrap <laughs> this motherfucker thirteen up. Hey, pick, clean it no, up. If hey, you do not listen to Perry, factory y'all. reset it. I hey, I'm not mad at y'all with us. Bro, I he said I was gonna break, the, he was gonna put it back in the iPhone. I was, I was gonna put that motherfucker in the box, bro. It, outside of this case, it looks brand new because I yeah. put my case on as soon as I get it. Yeah, factory reset. Oh, they yeah, won't know the difference. He ain't gonna know nothing. <laughs> but I ain't gonna. I ain't he gonna, just gonna know he got a phone. Yeah, I ain't gonna do him like that. That's he, crazy. He, he had a new boy. It's all good. I did. I did my six year old like that. Uh, it's all last good. year, but but this year we really got him a phone. Yeah, his they like you. You he's six years old. What are you doing with cell phones? Shit, listen, these kids are smarter than your ass yeah. on these phones. His I had a phone that young. I had to. That was that necessity. Yeah, yeah. yeah for now sure. at this I point, man, I feel like it's and it's like I'm not gonna let him take it to school or nothing. But like yeah. he needs to be able to be, you know, reach out if he whenever he's for at sure. That's a fact. Because you never know, bro. For sure. Especially with what's going on now in the world, like you just never know. That's why I'm like, like Mike, Mike, he eleven. I let him take his to school, but Bryson, no, nah, you gotta leave it at the house. <laughs> His sister gonna be mad though, cause I think she got a twelve. Damn, what you get him a fifteen? Fourteen. Damn. Oh, I'm, at, I'm gonna have to upgrade. Shout him. out to Warby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Young Gunner. That's what's up, man. That's crazy. So, Cam, what's up? Couple of questions, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you've been DJing for three years, right? Three years. 
Okay. Has there ever been a party that you passed and regretted? Has there ever been a party? No. Really? Nope. Um, all the parties that I've taken have been blessings. Any party that I passed was either because I was at the position, like the position to pass, like, no, I don't want to do it. Right. Um, or it was just something that didn't serve me no more. Like, um, I started off doing a lot of after hours. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Now, there may have been after hours that I would have gotten later in my career. Like, where I'm, oh, now I'm headlining. Now you're the man for it. And that's kind of what I wanted when I first started. Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing these first two little peon hours. No right. Here, I want to be the man for the after hours, you know? Now they be like, oh, yeah, you after hours. I'm like, nah, I don't do after hours no more. Um, so, anything that I pass and regret it, nah. Now, I do double book sometimes and send other DJs out to my bookings. I have missed a couple weddings that I wish I would have got to do. Okay. Mm. I'm not going to lie. And why is that? You never rocked a wedding or you have? I have, but the three weddings that I had to pass off were like legit, legit. Like we about to be in a big venue at the reception. Oh, I'm about really to turn show. it out. Yeah, yeah really and out. more clientele. Like them weddings is a good place to get more clientele and stuff like that. But just to have a good, you can have a good time out of it. Weddings are fun to do, man. They I, dance. I, I hear a lot of they are people say DJ. they like weddings. Yeah, as a DJ. You was at Corey wedding, right? Was you, you wasn't there at No, nah, I wasn't at Corey's. This nigga youngin called Corey Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when he came out to introduce the... Oh! The, <laughs> youngin's funny. That shit. Oh, youngin's that, hilarious. That nigga said, oh, damn, my bad. Corey, I said, nigga. On the mic? Yes, bro. He youngin's said, oh, hilarious. When bad. you bring out the bride yeah, and groom, the now Mr. Shit. and Mrs. Corey Lopez, but that nigga Charles said, Charles Lopez. Lopez. Charles is his brother. That's so, funny. Bro, Eric, That's bro, funny. that shit. That nigga said, damn, my fault. I will, hey. Hey, now I will say that's not fun about weddings. Weddings are so much pressure. Like, like most, I was telling somebody last night, like yo, most nights you get a lot of pressure because you got so much power. I can make your night go really bad or really good. Yeah, but a wedding day, yo, if you ruin a woman's wedding day, ah yeah, it's over. They will like, I, but I, I feel like as a DJ, you couldn't really do that unless you don't play the songs nah, that they want you to play. It's, it's a lot of other ways too because you. Most times you're emceeing the night, you're hosting, you're guiding them through the night, you're a timekeeper. Like, there's a lot of other things that go into hosting, I mean, being the DJ for the wedding. Like, I've had, I've met, I've had clients, I just had a client not too long ago, like, hey, um, she sent me my deposit, sent me my contract and everything, and then she was like, hey, next week, um, let's meet up for drinks because we got to talk about how this event about to go because I just had somebody ruin my wedding. Oh, wow. Talking about the DJ. Yeah. I've had other clients, like, for weddings, like they they just most most people they send me the default the the deposit, send me the contract. All right, thank you. And we don't talk again. Yeah, until that day or the day before. Weddings, the bride's calling me, the wedding planner's calling me, the groom is calling me, yeah. the mom is calling me, I the bishop say, is calling me. I would say as a videographer, it's it's definitely stressful. No, I feel it's a lot of pressure. But it I think as, as a DJ, shit, if if I'm a DJ and uh-huh. the hosting part is not my forte, mm-hmm. don't expect me to do that. You better hire a DJ and a host. <laughs> um, but bro, everybody's not. I, but everybody ain't good at yeah, hosting. The body, I agree DJ. with that. Yeah, like, yeah. I agree with that. But most time, like outside of the family weddings, I've done like, oh, you, it's Cam. Let's let's hire yeah, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm booked outside, a wedding money is different than any money I would get. So can we, can we put a? <laughs> so um, as far as it's like for DJ, as far as it's like when it comes to if, if we're ranking them, wedding is probably second to corporate. Corporate yeah, wedding, depending on the budget of the bride, party, and groom. yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying for sure. But that's because what I said. Usually, people just be for well, sure. My budget is only three hundred or two fifty, nah, yeah. and it's but like, not what, but not for no wedding DJ like that. That you, yeah. you can't even talk to a wedding DJ for no two fifty. Listen, three hundred. Hey, nah, 
I've done some for that. In the when I was starting, he was getting started, and right. that's that was just off of, and they even asked me like, "Are you sure?" And I think I think I'm about to get a good payday. You just day. ready to get your feet wet, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I ain't never got no three fifty for nothing. I was lucky to get a hundred, one fifty right, before right. I was starting. Um, but I think that like like what you say like if it's not a part of your forte, then you can't let them know that. Like I've, I've when I was first starting, I used to have people come host like oh mm-hmm. the the bride's best friend yeah. she want to be seen all right you come, come stand yeah, next nah, to me you sure. give it through your mic nah, sure. um you know you feel me or if sometimes like if i do uh the vista villa i think out south they have oh, like, yeah, they yeah, might yeah, they yeah. might give me one of their workers just to hey this is what time stuff's supposed to be going right on. right do yeah. some of the MCing for me but um usually when they book you like they saw you dj and they saw you MC, so they kind of like both of it so they expect gotcha. both yeah um yeah. that makes sense Plus, like a lot of wedding DJs, don't do a lot of DJing. Like a lot of them can go through and play a good playlist. So the talking part is kind of expected yeah, <laughs> from right. the bride or groom. That's almost what they paying for for. So a, a lot, lot of, of wedding DJs, DJs don't really put in the work. They just play a, a playlist and be like, "Fuck it, here you go." I wouldn't call it not putting in the work. It's just a different approach to hey, the night. Hey, listen, if you ain't job, spending, the job gets done. Them, the job gets done. Nah, fuck that. If I if I'm getting married. And I hired a DJ, and I don't see them fingers moving. <laughs> Boy, we got a problem, cause sir, he what still put in the work to make the playlist. Nigga, it was, I could it was play curate. It curate was, curation is difficult. I could play Apple Music and be just fine. <laughs> That's true. I think about that sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, nigga, because I think for me, like, cause I grew up around you know DJs and niggas in the city that DJ so. Like, even when I go out of town and I be seeing, like, in the clubs, mm-hmm. I be like, y'all DJs are trash. <laughs> and then I'm looking up at the booth and these niggas just talking to other motherfuckers and ain't doing. I'm like, so you just playing a playlist at this point. Yeah, basically. People do that. But see, like, it also depends on what you're doing it for, what you, like, you got, I, I've learned that over the years. Like, you got different DJs that DJ for different motivations. You got DJs that look at events different. Like, you got some DJs who might get an event. <gasps> Or a party, and they know it's gonna be dead. Right. So they about to so go in and play, play a mix. Yeah. I'm a pack Until this they get one a little in. hype, I might give you about 10, 15 minutes of me spinning. Yeah. I don't see niggas. But then you got like, so like me, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all I do. <laughs> um, It's all I do. Like, it's my career. And so every time I get booked, it's an opportunity for somebody else to hear me. Yeah. Even if, wow. if, right. even if yeah. it's just me. Whoever booked me and the owner of that club, that owner of that club, I've had owners of that club be like, hey, man, it was dead. You went crazy. So we want you for the next this many weeks. Oh, that's dope. And we'll pay you. Hey, um, get my number because I want you to be just a house DJ. So when people book a, an event at this venue, we'll recommend you. you, or you yeah, so stuff like that because you never know who listens to you. Like I got, I got to where I am now because I went hard at when events was dead. If oh, I would have packed dope. it in when my events was dead, I'd probably yeah. still be doing what I was doing then. But when it was just when I was at Sazon doing after hours, yeah, um, it was just me, Bert, CC, my the homie, my homie who promoted, and probably like fifteen other people. But Bert and CC like, hey, PA, hey, young, yeah. hey, it's this little nigga. Eat. Um, hey, that's that's what's so crazy. So who, as a DJ, who do you look up to as as being like somebody you want to either sur- surpass or uh, trying to get on, like probably get on a level. Um. They're from here, but they're not here no more. Um, DJ Mass Appeal. Um, Why this, does that sound familiar? Because it's me and Skrill's cousin. It's the family. But okay, uh, okay, okay. Cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's um he's doing his thing right now. It's, it's, it's Mass Appeal and Champ. 
Them the two biggest ones. They mass appeals in L.A., you know, two or three clubs in L.A., oh, probably yeah. like one or two in Hollywood. Champ oh, Gucci um, DJ. Exactly, yeah, and Champ yeah. is Gucci's DJ. And Lil um, Baby, right? Yeah, yep. do yeah. both of them. And so those are those are the guys who I look at, A, as like, okay, this is possible. I can make it a career. They from my city. They were in the same streets as me. Right. Mass appeal. You got the same cookout, same family events. Yeah. Like we really grew up together. Um, but not only can I do it, but like, okay, somebody I can look to. Now, if we're talking about like locally in the city, it's probably Cash because he's the biggest in the city. Probably the most booked in the city. When when people come, that's usually who they going to get yeah, is Cash. Cash. Yeah. Um. And so I've been I've been blessed to be um working with him for the last month. I'm with them now on Friday, so I get to see him in person. Like I know he did Dre's. He was doing stuff at Vegas. Um, now that's dope. So like all the DJs, I mean, but all the DJs, like all the ones I'm around, I take something from different like Bug. I, Bug, as far as the marketing and ability to throw an event and host an event, he's who I look at for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, him, Ferris, and Solo, because they do their thing with, you know, whether it's Songs for You, whether it's right. Night with Solo, or whether it's Boogie and his countless events, Vinyl Destination, Unplugged, mm-hmm. everything he do, they do, they can throw a really nice, successful event and bring people out. So that's who I look at for that. Um, if it's how to move in a corporate room, it's Grapevine. Like, look at Nigel. Like, gang, gang, everything he do with yeah, them. Ni- yeah, Nigel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people forget Nigel DJ because he always booking the DJs um, but Nigel DJs, he moves in these corporate rooms and you would never know. I tell but... you somebody that I didn't know that DJ, but I met him for the second time mm-hmm. a few weeks ago was Brother to the Night. Nasty. Nigga. Nasty. When that nigga was because <laughs> we did a wedding together. Okay. I said, hey man, what's your name? He was like, man, I'm Brother to the Night. You look familiar. Mm-hmm. So your name Mike? I said, Yeah. <laughs> Said, bro, I did not know you DJ, bro. He That's was fucking funny. it. So, up, bro. So, I like it's a lot of DJs who have like immortalized in my head. So, I remember my first time doing Casbah. I went to the DJ booth. I saw like Indiana Jones' name on the uh, yeah in the, on the little thing. Oh, I was like, Lord, Damn, this is hard. It's Indiana Jones DJ booth, and right next to it, brother to the night. I'm like, bro, who, that's a, that's damn. A, I'm like, that's a hard ass name. Who is that? And so I will always see him on flyers, and then one day he followed me. He'll always show love, like pics and stuff and I'm yeah. like bro cool like I ain't never got to see him really spin so this uh this past butter I had just finished my set at butter I went to go put my stuff up came back upstairs I'm in the elevator I'm hearing it yeah. <laughs> I'm like who the hell is this I come up bro up there is getting busy yeah, that I'm day. like oh my Peace. good and that like yeah I, I ain't never heard of it's, it's not a lot of like I'm a lot of a lot of people like oh, I don't give compliments to a lot of DJs like a lot of DJs say that you feel me really a lot of DJs say that um, because as a DJ, there are things that we kind of hold that the crowd doesn't hold to heart, and we judge a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I, 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 I try to give props to all DJs because the fact that you outside, like, people don't understand how hard DJing is. Mm. Um, so the fact that you outside doing it, I give props to that. But there's another level where I'm like, nah, yeah, that nigga's nice. He's brothers and nights one of them. He's I think nice. it's crazy because the first He's time nice. I heard you. I want to say it was at Epic. Yeah, for sure. I think Shauna had just uh, for sure. She was doing the silent party. I missed. She was like, she was like, I got this this young cat because he cold. (laughs) I was like, what's his name? Like uh, Cam sounds about Cam. I said, what? Mm -hmm. Nigga, you was hey hey. I appreciate that that. silent party. That's the that's the that'll tell you if you a DJ or not. Hey, for real, that's because nigga, you got a DJ for all three hours. Nah, it's a lot of things that going. So the silent party. Shout out to Shanem. Shout out to Epic. Shout out to that whole family because that's that's the beginning of my 
That's what what got you going. Yeah, that's the beginning of my career for real. Like, all right, I'm outside. Like, I'm not only my outside, but I'm outside. Bro, like, we say that. I yeah. remember when we had um, her up here, bro. A lot of people's started at Epic, bro. That, Sean, that, yeah. and, and a lot yeah, of people don't no, understand crazy, that shit. But like, so I was doing a round table. The round, okay, the round with solo. Yes, yeah, so yeah. the, the round table gets gets the same respect because it was, I was with Solo and Nikki. Yeah, um, and I was DJing there, and then um, again, ain't nobody there. Right, white skin nigga with some locks come up to me. He like, hey man, I'm gonna link you with my sister. R.P. My dog, Sonny. Are uh, you talking about God? R.P. My dog, Sonny. I'm gonna link you with my. Hey, no, no, no. Yeah, first, he first was he said, the one that brought you to Epic." Okay. Yeah, man. First yeah. he was. First he was like, "Hey, man, you think you can do uh like four hours of this?" I'm like, "Bro, I can, I can do twelve if you need me to." Like, what, what's up? What, hey, we, what are we talking about? Listen. He like, man, I'm gonna link to you. Sonny. R.P. To Sonny. Because Cuz like, would definitely put you on. He was like, "I'm gonna link you with my sister, man. She on uh Epic. She do the silent parties. Um, I'm, I'm gonna link you with her, man. So give me your number." And I gave him uh, my number. I'm expecting a text from him. Nothing ever comes through. A week later, Shauna texted Shauna text me. She was like, hey, we're doing a silent party for August. Um, are you, like, available for it? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Like, uh, And then I think that next day, she put us in a group chat. Me, Boogie, first time I met Boogie, and T-Rex. First okay. time I met T-Rex. Um, put us in a group chat. And then the weekend before is when Sonny passed away. So he Man. didn't even get to see me debut. But... Always appreciate it. Um, Shauna, when you watch <laughs> this shit, just know Epic created some bro, fucking like, monsters, man. man. Like Shout out to Epic, man. Bro. We told her when she was on Shout here, bro. A lot of people's. Bro. I don't, don't want to say me. career, but a lot of people, bro, found themselves in Epic. In Epic Nigga, bro. we say in career. Career. Because ah. I damn sure that's exactly where the fuck my shit Nigga, came to fruition. That, I know it's mine. Bro. That's, that's where I met that's you. That's how. Bro, that's how, like, the era of Team Liddy, when we yes, was outside, that's, that's when that started, bro. And everything just branched off from there. Shout out to my cousin, Doe, and Shana and them, because when I brought the idea to Doe, he was like, you got to talk to Shana. <laughs> Nigga, I went and talked to Boss Shana. lady. Nigga, we was doing every event at Epic, she, bro. She embraced us with open arms. Swear man. to God, never, bro. Never, bro, we... Shit, we had full access the entire time we. Hey, I love you it, for fucking life, but you already <laughs> knew that. Bro. Nah, yeah, likewise. Listen, bro, that's crazy because I remember uh, Sonny bringing you there, and there's so many benchmarks. Like just through Epic was always like my my benchmark to go back. Like I go three, four, five months. I do the silent party often, but she, is, hey, I got I got a Saturday mm -hmm. for you, yeah. and I go there, and then I go crazy. I'm like, All right, bet we we did that crowd better. Than we did last time we did Epic, so Epic hey. was oh, I miss Epic, man. That was. Good hey, food, good time, listen, good business, man. good people. It was always love. Like, and she got some. They got some greater coming. But I'm man, already listen. knowing. But epic. <laughs> nah, it was it was fun times, boy. So epic started you off. Epic started me off for real. So as far what, as like what? clubs? As far as clubs in front of people. So now you feel like you more you more definitely more comfortable when you're going out and you're doing shows. Oh no, nah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I was comfortable. I was comfortable before. I just wasn't in front of people. I will. I, I feel like by by the time I decided, all right, I want this to be my career. Yeah. Like middle of twenty one, beginning like the the the, the summer of 21, 2021. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I want this to be my career. Cause that's after COVID was over, right? Yep. So COVID was over. Um, my first paid gig was honestly my dream gig was at the rink mm. on the Friday. It's crazy how early in the game it still is for you, man. I know. 
24. It was just, it wasn't a good experience, man. At the ring? It wasn't a good experience. It was Why? just, um, what the communication wasn't good leading up to the Friday. This is, this is pre-management. So yeah, I'm not yeah, speaking yeah, on yeah, management yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, um, shame on the on class <laughs> managers leading up to the well, we I went up there. I had reached out so I could try to DJ, and they was like, "Yeah, we put you on a Friday." And so, um, they gave me like a two weeks notice. Like, we put you yeah, for, yeah, this yeah. Friday and two weeks from today. Right. I'm like, all right, bet. So, um, I go up there. Um, oh, the whole week I'm calling them because they got a kid session six to nine. Okay. And an adult session from like ten to two on a Friday. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out which one am I DJing. You feel me? Um, whole week I'm calling, going straight to voicemail, no answer. Damn. So the Friday they finally answer. She like, oh no, yeah, you still DJing tonight? It's for tonight for the adult session. I'm like, all right, bet. So my homeboy picked me up. I'm not driving at the time. We go up to the uh, skate land. You know, as soon as I walk in, some um, somebody else setting up in the DJ booth. Oh, and so I'm like, wow. okay. So I go, to, I go holler at bro. He like, oh man, they're supposed to hit you. You DJing next week, so I'm going on vacation next week. So you get next week, I get tonight. I looked at the homie. <laughs> I looked at him. All bad. I'm like, nah. I'm sorry. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I just gave bro money to get me up here. I got people coming up here to hear me. I'm spinning tonight. Like they didn't. We didn't already go. He was like, right. he, he like, yeah, it's cool, bro. Like you won't, you won't even like no. Me honing, it was just a, hey, yeah, like, yeah, this is yeah. what they told me. I'm spending right. tonight. Like, I'm, I'm sorry I can't go for that. Like, he was like, all right, but that's cool, bro. It's cool. And so he had his skates. He was a roller anyway, so he was going to skate. And so I'm setting up. Um, and mind you, I'm like, this is my first gig in front of people. Right. Um, who's not family. And so I'm setting up, and I'm just going through my head what I'm about to play tonight. Because I used to skate. Like, before I went to Clark, I was skating. I was at skate right. land three, four times out the week. Um. And literally, as soon as I set up my laptop, Shotty came up and was like, oh, yeah. And it's 80s night. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. So any other time, like, I'm cool. I can I can do 80s for as long as I want. Yeah. But I'm new to this. I ain't done no 80s gigs. I prepped for a Sunday night. I got <laughs> Gucci, Gotti. I got Debo and E. I got Swole. Oh, I got man. the skating music yeah. up. I'm ready for the slow jam with the pretty Ricky. It's 80s night. And they throw a curveball in there. I'm like, yo, and I got to do this for four hours? Yeah, I would have been like, go ahead, bro. You can come on back. I think, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so, said, I'm working through so this one. So I got to work through it. And that's really what it was. Them, them first, like, all the grunt work I did, that's why I was saying, like, you should remember that. I had to work through a lot, and it taught me a lot. Yeah. Like, I was doing brunches at Limelight um, when I was first starting for, like, four or five hours for little money. Right. Um, But without doing them brunches at Limelight, I can do audio for any club I go to now. Yeah, like set up yeah. the whole club's set audio. Up, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. when I got there, I pulled up. I was like, um, Mike D. I'm like, hey, Mike, you know, like, where I set up at? He said, nigga, you the DJ. <laughs> <Go> ahead, <laughs> he called his, he called his uh, sound man. Sound man was Mexican, spoke a little English, couldn't tell me shit, so I got to figure it out. That's wild. You feel me? Like, that 80s night, I was literally, I would download a song, load it up, and play it. Like, it was, so you had to it figure it out. It was on the fly. On the fly. But it was and like, all right, I, I got to. A, because I'm not working. I, I never, I, I've never had a job. So I'm not working. Um, So this is my money right. <laughs> for the weekend. To start Damn. my weekend. Two. Um, This nigga said, I, I just told bro. Pause. This nigga said, I've never had a job. Never. I said, I ain't mad at it, bro. No, uh, okay, okay, okay. That's I, cap, I, ca I capped a little bit. Right. I, I worked at Subway for two weeks. 
before I went to Clark. Oh, nigga, that don't count. Yeah, bro, uh, and then I was nigga, a camp counselor. Dope, bro. But other than that, so I was, it's, it's, but it's not, that, that wasn't the plan. Like, the plan was go to Clark, get my degree, right? be a teacher, maybe write some books, do some TED Talks later. You know, regular regular life. And now in that time, um, around then summer. when COVID hit, it was like, all right, I did it right. You know, I, I did everything right. I right. didn't get kicked out. I didn't have a baby. I didn't, you know, get locked up. Yeah. My grades wasn't bad. Yeah. My grades was good. I was in band. I was on scholarship. I was um on my way to graduate, and I was like two semesters away. I'm ready to try to play it. I'm doing everything right. Right. And COVID took that away from me. Damn. So I'm like, was, all right. So what was so that was Joe's that would have been your senior year? COVID, right? It would have been going into my going into my senior year. I had to I'd do an extra year because I changed majors. Okay, what was that? What was that experience? Because I mean, of course, COVID. Yeah. we at the age we had, we just it's everyday life now. Yeah. But for you to be in the midst of college, what was that experience like for COVID um, to literally like shut all that down? I'm not gonna lie, it started off like now I call COVID a blessing in disguise, and I always act with all due respect to those who passed away. Yeah, right. Um, but at the time, it was devastating. Like I said, I felt like I did everything right. Like. I went to Tenley. I don't know if y'all know about Tenley, but you walk oh, yeah. in, it's a college or die on the wall. Yeah, That's Tenley, all I know. College. Go to college, be successful. Tenley's got like a 98% yeah. graduation so, rate. I'm like, all right, you know, I done went to college. Not only did I go to college, I went to an HBCU. Um, I'm, like y'all say, I'm doing everything. Yeah. Um, now I got to go home. Like we can't even we can't even stick around, see what's finna happen, see what the the proto. I got to go. I got to go back to Indy. Like all right, bet we back in Indy. Um. And then it was That's like, wild, all right, we back in the city. How long are we here? But then I'm thinking, like, shit, we could be here for forever. Like, this yeah. this lockdown could be might forever. Just, it we might, might not, be over. Yeah, like, it literally, it might just be Bro, over. Um, and so for me, it was really devastating. Like, the first two weeks back, I think, I think like, it was a blessing in disguise because a lot, I, I had homies who stayed in Atlanta, and um, I watched them go through a lot of struggles. Yeah. Nah, bro, that shit, man, thinking, um, thinking back, man, that shit really, like, I think I didn't get to feel the magnitude of it as much because I never stopped working. Like, right, my job, yeah. I was still considered essential worker. So okay. I still went to work every single day. Okay. So I didn't get to feel the, like, the people that didn't know what they was going to do for money and, it didn't start hitting me till I started seeing how my kids was affected by it. Like, yeah, when we going back to school, and I'm just, I'm like, I don't know nothing. Right, like, my kids were scared to go out. I don't know. And that's the thing. And then with me still having to work, I'm seeing how everybody who's still coming out, like, bro, people really are like afraid of human contact. Well, see that now that's where we differ because we weren't like as mm -hmm. college students. Like them when we first got the they they, they we got the email. I got to go home. I think it was two weeks. Because mind you, it hit yeah. during our spring break. So yeah, we still got students in Miami. We got students out oh, of the country. Right. We got to come back and get that stuff from there. Like, they, were, they were like, listen, if you don't get it out by this day, we're going to take your stuff and put it in the storage unit in your name at this spot. Damn. But you got to get your stuff from your dorm, and you got to get out. Man. So for us, like... That's why I started DJing. We was having kickbacks. It was a joke. Like we'd be like, we'd put in a group chat, like, "Hey, kickback." <laughs> hey, no, it I was can like, see them college motherfuckers no, doing that too. Listen, oh, look, for sure. All right, so look, I'm, I'm a. It's, it's 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 funny because we would we started this thing. Me and the homies down in the A. Um, we we during spring break, none of us would go to Miami, mm -hmm. and so between the five of us, we thought, all right, we got enough clout if we put on Twitter. This is our freshman year. We put on Twitter. Um, hide and seek through the campus. We bet, we bet we get that that shit popping. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Like one in the morning, put it on there. Had like fifty people come out. 
between Clark's Pub and Morehouse, like 50 people came out. Damn. So by sophomore year, we did it again, and we got like 50, 75 people came out. So my junior year, it's the COVID year, um, and we getting ready for it. And this is before we had to go home. We had like 100-something people came out for, uh, no, first we played tag in front of the library. And then Morris <laughs> Brown is an abandoned campus because okay. um, of them closing after mm-hmm. the Drumline movie. So the next night we play hot and seek at Morris Brown, the whole campus. What? And it's like it's hella people out there. The next night, oh, college is fucking fun. No, nah, listen. So the, then, then the next night we did. Um, oh, we, we we like we, whenever you see me put on my story, like, hey, whoever was at the CAU Olympics, like, I love y'all forever because this is the shit we was doing. Next night we played a big kickball game, like three. Mind you, we like drunk and hot all this shit. Man. Big kickball game in the middle of the football field, and then um, we did relay races through the campus. We doing everything. But it would be a joke, like, hey, pull up the satchel room for the kickback, but if you the 11th nigga, you can't get in. Because remember, there was, like, only 10 people yeah. <laughs> to a room. Oh, so, yeah, you're the 11th nigga because you, you, we might get COVID, so you yeah. got to stay. You hit, We nigga. was big and like, hey, use this pee, bro. I ain't here. No water. Go wash your hands. <laughs> like, we would, like, we would make a joke out of yeah. it because we weren't taking it serious. Like, that was, at the time, it was like, oh, it's only old people that can get it. Oh, black people can't get it. Oh, young people can't get it. If you don't get healthy, you really can't get it. So it was like, that's COVID, like especially as a college student. Yeah, yeah that's, and, that's, I'm, and y'all I'm coming thinking, with this bro, shit. I'm thinking at my age, bro. If, when I would have been 22, 21 in exactly. college, I wouldn't have paid. I mean, even at that it, shit, I was thirty when it happened. So I didn't, like I said, I didn't get the magnitude of it until my mom and dad got it, mm. and that's when it was like I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm like this, this shit, shit for real. Yeah, but See, as, after that, because even like I, bro, I was out all the time. I never got sick through it. And the closest, like I said, that happened to me was my parents. But for some reason, I just I didn't have the fear, I guess, that everybody had because it's like it seemed it seemed like if that shit was gonna come to you, it was gonna come. Yeah, you, Boy, you, you couldn't do nothing about it. Was peop- you couldn't even? Because my mama, bro, she, I'm <laughs> talking about mask, like, what, what bro, you? mask, gloves. She damn near in a hazmat suit if she left. I got so a cousin when, that's still. Like so that. when she got it, I'm like. Oh, you can't escape this shit. Yeah. But you know, but right. I feel I feel sorry <laughs> like for the people. I feel sorry for the people that's really like germaphobic. Yeah, that oh, must have yeah, been horrible. Yeah, yeah. Nigga. Anxiety through what? the roof. Bro, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Nobody's over nobody's coming over my house. You know what's funny? <laughs> During COVID, <laughs> I went to Memphis and I went to New Orleans. Like Bill Street and uh, yeah, I know down there in New Orleans, they weren't giving a fuck. New Orleans really didn't. Memphis kind of did, but I think the y'all, y'all remember during COVID when Mass Ave and Briarpool was blocked off, mm-hmm. like yeah. you couldn't drive down it. Yeah, that's how Bill Street and um, what's the one in New Orleans? Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street was so it was cool. Like I, I like that experience, be able to walk and not worry about cars coming. But yeah, that's that's how much we didn't take it serious. We was planning trips during COVID. We was, we was outside. Yeah. So what would what would you say, like what what is like the biggest thing you reaching for now, like throughout your DJ career? Um. Now, like currently, like all right, so I I'm, I'm, I break my DJ career up into like it's like a three year interval. Every three years, I got to do this. Yeah, you feel me? Like most people have five year plans, but with the way music changes, I I got to do three year plans because you never know. Yeah, shit switch so, up every day. So um, I I lapped like my my, my three year plan when I first started. I've lapped it because this 2024 would have been year three because mm-hmm. I started DJing in 2020, but I started being outside in 2021 when it was my right. career. Mm-hmm. So um, I just restarted my three-year plan. So right now, um, it's just to get to bigger rooms, bigger clientele. Like um, next year, like as far as the, I guess, notoriety side of it, I'm kind of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm downtown all three days. Like right. downtown primetime all three days yeah. with another big name. Yeah. Um, yeah. so like that side of it is cool. Um, but it's more like when All Star Game come, where am I gonna fall into that? Now that's gonna be when like next year. Um, I would really like to be able to be the DJ for the Pacers or the Colts, you know, or even if it's IU basketball or something. Right, just one of these big bigger, like yeah, that, yeah, bigger clientels. Um, and then rolling out um, and having my own successful event is something that's big for me. Um, I'm preparing for that, preparing to throw my first one January of next year. Okay. But um, having my own event, like kind of how I've seen a lot of other DJs become the promoters and curate really good events in the city. And so I think it's time for me to do the same. Um, so that those are really the two biggest things on my, my would, list would, right now. Would you ever want to be like a uh, an artist, like personal DJ, kind of like how Champ is with Gucci and uh, Um, Bay? Yes, I consider myself, me and the artists <laughs> consider myself their DJ currently right now. Um, my brother Scooter Bangs. Oh, okay, um, okay. I DJ, he's an R&B artist, local from the city. Okay. Um, amazing R&B artist. He just dropped the album, so. Um, so on y'all Spotify again, Scooter Bangs with a Z. Um, so on my, uh, I don't know if y'all my bio when it says the I open for Key Sweat. We open for Key Sweat in January. Oh shit! Um, on this R and B Bash tour down in Oklahoma. So I'm his DJ. How um, you? How you land that? It's that's him. Oh, he, okay. That's him. And he he's just bringing just, you on with it. Yeah, because I, I work with him. Um, but then <laughs> hey, um, that's hard. And then um, my brother CVM, he's a rapper. Um, I'm his DJ once he start really getting outside, but for him, I'm more on the background things, background of things like how drama is more the engineer, make sure the yeah. music sound good. Of course, like when we go out, I be doing the show, but um, just more of the background things, and that's something I really want to get into, like the manager side, because I think for artists, I'm in rooms that they may not ever get in as rappers. You feel me? Like I'm no, able that's, to. That's true. Um, so like. For example, I could I can easily get booked. Hey, Kim, I want you to open for Juicy J when he's when they come to the vote. Right, it's, it's easy for me to get that than for you to DM or hit somebody like, hey, let me open for such and such. They're like, nigga, who? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel me? Um, so I think as the DJ and I, I travel a lot. Just me doing it's my career. Like my homies with rapping stuff, they got nine to fives, mm. so I can work on their behalf as well more than they can. Um, just to try to get them out here, especially with me being the person who's playing the music anyway. Like, it just makes mm. sense. That's dope. Um, so the sponsorships for this week, we got Locked In Skincare. You can catch them out on Instagram, Locked Skincare. They do scrubs, butters, soaps. Uh, originally from Indianapolis, but they are now in Houston, Texas. So check them out. You can catch them on their website, LockedSkincare.com. We also got Aliza Hair Salon. She's still doing $200 sew-ins, hair included. Pricing includes 14, 16, 18, to 18 inches only. Sorry. So I'll be trying to go and get a 22, 24 inch. <laughs> not happening. Uh, she's also looking for commission stylists and braiders. Call for more information. 317-993-5114. You can also catch them on Instagram, Aliza Hair Salon. And she's located at 5108 West 38th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. So make sure y'all check them out. And if you want to become a sponsor, all you got to do is hit the DM or email. So, Cam, your story is interesting as fuck, bro. I think so, man. Bro, that's crazy, yeah. bro. I want, So, because I played the drums, too, in middle school. Okay. Uh, I, I, but that's I, – my band teachers got me out of that shit. <laughs> the way that, like, I, I liked it, but mm-hmm. 
I thought to myself, I'm like, yo, if this is how band instructors are, I can't do this shit. <laughs> nah, I had some cool. I was lucky to have some cool. Yeah, so that's that's I was gonna ask you. So what going into high school and then into college with band, how what was that uh just a transition like? Cause like I said, me, I only did it sixth to eighth grade. So I was uh, high school to college. Yeah, high school to college. Yeah, high school to college. That's funny. So it was a culture shock. Um I um being from Indiana. Um, we're known for really good drummers, really good drum corps, mm-hmm. but that's like drum corps. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen like, uh, Michigan state or Ohio state to band like there. It's, it's a white right. drum line. It's, a, it's just different. It's a, um, different style. Like we were very buttoned up when I was in high school band, you know, when we were drumming, we were tight. We had harnesses. There was no not dancing. We didn't even march. We, we were, so you um, couldn't even move really. Yeah, no, nah, we, yeah, we were hilltop. We marched like hilltop, hilltop, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, cause we didn't really have a marching band. I was most like, mostly we had concert band. I was doing concert pieces. I was, um, in a tuxedo with my gotcha. white and we was doing the concert pieces and we was going to, um, state final. I'm not, not state. It's like state band competition that they do every year. Yeah. So we were going like the state and we were doing concerts and recitals and stuff. And then, um, I played football all through high school. Like okay. I, I was a four year varsity winner in football and, um, my grandma, like, I um I love drumline and shit growing up the movie. My grandma was like, you know, I just I, I, I see you just marching. I, I think you're gonna march. And so I think about like my sophomore junior year, I realized like I'm not about to go play football at nobody college. Like yeah. I ain't big enough. I don't got the drive. Like I, I I love the sport, but I'm not about to go play football. But I'm a really good drummer. Let's see if we can get, get some money to drum. So by the time um I knew I made Clark's drumline, I get to Atlanta. It's a totally different style of music. Totally different. Nah, I'm sure. I had to learn how to march. Like From I didn't leave Clark Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I didn't know how to march. I had to learn how to march. Um, I had to learn how to play like them. I had to learn how to dance while I was marching. I had to like they they literally had to make me into a bandsman. Like I didn't know how to all I knew how to do was read music really good and play yeah. really good. Like I was almost like the opposite of Nick Cannon. Like I was about to say like, I, yeah, like, I, I was about hard, to say though? how close yeah, fuck it, yeah. You said what? Reading music is hard. Shit, yeah. Well, um, I, this is for a nigga who stopped in eighth grade. So no, so I'll, yeah, I was about to say I'll let I don't, him answer. I, I don't think so. I think I think like if I was to give like a quick lesson, like a quick ten minute lesson on how to read music, I could put a sheet music of like Hotline Bling in front of you, and you can probably just play it on piano. I don't think it's difficult. I think the difficult uh-huh. part is like the older you get, how you're expected to read music. You know, like oh, okay, in middle okay, school, okay. in middle school. um, in middle school, I was playing violin and viola, so I wasn't okay. even on the drums at the time. So in middle school, violin and viola, um, your notes are here. They they give you tape to let you know where to put your fingers to hit each note. Gotcha. And in middle school, when I'm drumming, you know, I got time to go home and practice the music and know the music. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to high school, Mr. King, my band uh, director, shout out to Mr. King, um, he'll give you the piece, and he'd be like, all right, let's go. Let's hear it real quick. And we'll run through the piece a couple times. Yeah. Cause you should know how to sight read it. You should know how to look at a sheet of music and know, all right, then my quarter note. Oh, this is the key. This is the key we're in. Um, this is my rest. This is where I do this. This is where I do that. That's crazy. This, and then, because nah, nigga, I'm looking at that like nigga, I wouldn't have got that. Nah, yeah. it was bro. It's like I said, he definitely went way further with it than I did. But it was, it's different, man. It is different. It's, it's, it's a different language. Yeah. You still play to this day. Um. What I feel like, so I, I got drumsticks and a drum pad. It's like okay. when I'm at the house, like if I'm listening to my records, if I'm smoking or something, I might, my, my hands are always moving. So in that sense, yeah, but I haven't hopped on a drum set and played with nobody in a long time. That's um, crazy you said that because you came in here. You were just like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always. I said, that nigga, that I'm nigga always ready tapping. to DJ a drum or <laughs> I'm something. I'm always tapping. But <laughs> I think being a drummer is what made me a great DJ. 
honestly. Yeah. Um, and I say that because it gives me advantages over other DJs um, that they may mm-hmm. not have. Um, not just you hearing because you already know what it basically what it is you want to do. Yeah, but that's another reason why, like I say, going to Atlanta, like when I was like, was I DJing in Atlanta? Yeah. If I was DJing in Atlanta, I might just be okay. Boy, if you I was wouldn't DJing be in Atlanta, I mean, boy. I, I, th- I think my name would have grew and stuff. You just think you you probably just I you think, don't think you would have been as nice as you. Are. I don't think I would be as nice yeah. because Clark Atlanta made me a better musician. Yeah, I, I went to Clark a good drummer. You feel me? I, I, I went. I was the shit on the drum. I feel like I I I live Nick Cannon's story, like dead ass. That's dope. Me outside of outside of fucking with the uh, captain from the dance team, like yeah. that that don't, that don't happen to HBCUs. You know, like, <laughs> them, the, 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 the the older dance girls don't give a fuck about you. Like, hey, say that you freshman, <laughs> yeah, my face. But outside of that, like, um, even from like me and my section leader beefing to being best friends, like I hated that nigga the first five months of my bed, like like. Uh, it was like almost on site, but to this day, nah, that's, that's, big nah, that's, bro. Like I love, like I, I live drumline. Um, be like I went down. Like, I was a great drummer, but as far as being a musician, like I ain't no shit about music. I thought I knew music. Right. I was kind of arrogant about it, but I ain't no shit about music. So I got to Atlanta, um, and we practicing five measures of a song for an hour, mm. and it sounds the same to me every time. But it sounds different to my director. I'm like, bro. Yeah, that and that's <laughs> bro, that's that's the shit for me. Why I couldn't? Because like I said, my your, I feel like your teachers and instructors and in anything you do can either make or break you if you 100%. continue through with it. And for me, bro, I was like, bro, I'm good at this shit. I like this shit, but I'm not doing this shit. Is not fun. That's, that's uh, remember I told you know Tierra Thomas from here, the singer. Yeah, bro, I was we, a DJ for a couple weeks ago. We was in the same band class. That's my homegirl. Yeah, that's we, what's we up. was the only that's two. Crazy. We was the only two. That black, is crazy, bro. The only two black kids in band play the drums, and it was me and her, and we used to look at each other like. <laughs> this shit weak as hell. Like we, everybody else sitting in the front. Me and her be sitting up at the top. Like this shit trash. <laughs> but you know what? You know, I, I think that comes from that. That's right, one thing I do want to do before um, I eventually leave the city or whatever. And I, I want to work out next year. Is I want to work with more drum ones and bands in the city, um, so our black kids can enjoy it again. Mm, yeah, definitely. They took the arts out of music when I was in school, um, and not out of my music classes because I was in band all through school. But I remember the VH1 Music Matters programs. Um, I was uh, a recipient of one. When I played violin and viola, I was at IPS. We weren't supposed to have like, no violin and viola program, but mm-hmm. Music Matters took care of us. But by taking the arts out of school, you're taking a lane away from little black kids that um, saved a lot of past generations' lives. It could yeah. change lives. Because... Yeah. You know, just um, not to get like too deep in history and shit, but being an education major, um, school, public school system and schooling is new. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's relatively new in yeah. the sense of America. Um, and I think one great thing, I had a, a professor at Clark, Dr. Young, he's from Gary, Indiana. And he said, you know, you, can, you, can't, you can't tell black people for 200 plus years, you're not allowed to read and then confused that why our literacy rates are so low. Right. And so the arts, the same way that sports, you know, y'all keep the football programs and the basketball programs for these schools, Mm -hmm. keep the arts, keep the music, keep the drama, keep the, keep all that in these schools so we have more options of what we like and what we can do and what we can explore because, you know, if if I would have discovered academics when I was at Timley, I probably wouldn't have went to college because I could have been making money at yeah. 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Um, not saying that college is not, is not good, but there are other ways just to take your talent and make money from it. I mean, especially nowadays. But especially nowadays. Uh, you know especially what I'm saying? Because 
now most of the kids that or or or, or you know adult older adults now that went to college they probably like I ain't even do that all that but, shit. Uh, but it also depends on what you use it for. Like my college, I didn't finish because of COVID, but the network I got from it is um it's it's uh, what's the word? It's priceless. Mm. The um the hustle I got from the people I was around mm-hmm. is priceless. Like, um, I asked about your shirt, but like the shirt I got on is made yeah. by my roommate, my freshman roommate from right. Clark. Um, his name is Crooks, fashion designer. Um, I was, hey pops, I, you got fifteen twenty on Cash App, so I could such and such this weekend. My boy was over there and designing shirts, and would go sell out to make his money. It was never out of, I got a call home. Yeah. Um, yeah. my boy Julio from Pittsburgh was a photographer. Whenever we go somewhere. You know, we in Atlanta, so it was moving and shakers everywhere. Oh, hell we yeah. We go somewhere, he he see uh 21 Savage's photographer, he 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 knew who the people was. He right. see such and such DJ, hey, I'm Wave Beast, I'm the hottest DJ, and I'm the hottest uh photographer in Atlanta. I'm from Pittsburgh. Take their phone. This is my Instagram. Yeah. I didn't see Julio. We went to go see a Sunday service when Kanye was doing the Sunday service concerts. Mm-hmm. We went to go see it for free. And Julio went from we were close. Like if I'm here. Kanye was probably where y'all other office is. Yeah. I know y'all don't know what that is, but it's not yeah. far. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kanye was probably like 30, 45 feet away from us. Damn. Julio went from the pew. Julio went from where Michael is to getting headshots of Kanye, like close-up headshots. Damn. Because his drive is, like as a photographer, I'm going to get the shot. Mm-hmm. And not only am I going to get the shot, I'm going to work because I've, I've seen Julio – I've seen my boy, um, let me stop calling that Wave Beast. I'm calling him by his, his artist name. I've, yeah, I've seen yeah, Wave yeah. Beast. Um, I've seen him finesse his way into concerts. Like, hey, such a, we, we got a homecoming concert. Such, such, such and such is coming. I'm about to go laminate this media pass so I can make sure I get these pictures. Bro, I that's know crazy. Man, but I that's know hustle. That's a different nah, type listen, of drive. Bro, I, that I know I a nigga like that. He can get in any room if he got enough time. Yeah, that's Julio. But I've seen him get flown out to do events i've seen him if i go through his portfolio it's not a it's not a big celebrity who's not on there megan drake uh kanye um glorilla they the the shit, like, shit like that get you put in the rooms though but you know it, what i'm saying because i did the same thing yeah you know what i mean like i i get to the point where i just dm a motherfucker personally yeah same you know what i'm saying if you hit back Hey, let's work. But if not, okay. I'm gonna DM the next one. Yeah, I'm gonna DM the next, and somebody gonna hit back. But I don't. But like what I was saying, I don't think I moved the way I do without seeing them. Yeah, yeah. I I got to watch them firsthand. I got to watch Satchel um, move as a DJ in Atlanta, and 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 college in Atlanta. You feel me? That's 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 a difficult. You want to move back? Um, me and my girl talking about it, but I got stuff to do in the city first. I guess I guess up the you feel like you feel like you still gotta get your name out there a little bit more before you. Um, I feel like there should be no denying who the best is before I leave. Talk Damn. your shit, girl. Um, hey, I think. Hey, y'all heard? Hey, nigga, I didn't say it. He said. It. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? And it's like it's it's I, like I say, like, I love all the DJs. I love everybody. Um, but I am I'm at the point in my career now. Um, to where I've been on the stage with the best of them. Yeah. You know? Um, it seems like y'all have a, a solid level of friendly competition with all of y'all. We do. Like, and I, I think one thing. Uh, and like I said, I, me personally, I just haven't had enough time to really, you know, indulge in what you do. But mm-hmm. the, the battle that you won that I was at, you definitely clearly you won it. So. Um, well, yeah, that's, but, that's why I asked because Johnny B, just, we, we did a tournament. I was like, he just beat me in the tournament. 
um, a little off, off outside of the battle and attorney that we mm -hmm. did. And so, um, that's why I asked, like, which one was you at? Was it the attorney or was it the one at Stone Tree? Oh, that's not Stone Tree, the Halloween one with the Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, we, we there, there is definitely a good, a healthy level of friendly competition. I think, um, but I think that's, that's another thing that got my name out there too. Um, was the way I talk. Like, I, I do talk a lot. Nah, you definitely, um, you let niggas know. I definitely <laughs> but talk you, a lot. But you want to know what's so crazy about that. There's nothing wrong with you. I don't think so either. You know, being the DJ that you know you are and that the people know that you are. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you bragging on well, that, bro. Uh, so I'm a big, I'm, people, Um, I grew up reading a lot. You know, yeah. my mom had me reading and people like love books and that's their literature. Yeah. My, my literature of choice is albums. And so like for me, rappers are like artists. Like I look at my favorite rappers, Kendrick. I love Kendrick Lamar. Okay. So like I look at Kendrick, like people look at Langston Hughes, you feel me? Um, so like I quote their bars from my life and he say, and damn the album, like I can't fake humble cause you're insecure. There you go. And I've seen my, my, um, I know who I am. Like my mom, like one thing about my mom had me young, but she was she's an amazing mother. She was no dummy. Yeah. Like I I was told from a young age, you can do whatever you want to do, you can be whoever you want to be. Like I was never, there was no limitations on how I was raised and what I can do. So when I talk, it's literally from a place of confidence. And it's really yeah. for me more than for anybody else. Hell yeah. But if you're offended by it, A, like I like I've been saying for forever, we can do something about it. Like you yeah. can we can if either, you feel like I'm not the best. What's up? Not like, not like for real. Like, Let's do it. And like for real. Um, I you can we, you can either come to one of my gigs where I'm booked at. We can book it together. We can pull up at a park. Like I'm this not. I don't. Said, I don't run from it. But he said I let you go for fifteen. But and then I go for fifteen. But I think what I'm saying is like I've been on the stage with the best of them. Like, um, I was blessed to do Mike Epps with Duck and, and Book. Yeah, I was blessed yeah, shout to out do to DJ Duck and Book for show. Um, I was blessed to do Black Joy with. Um, book, but also you got fucking Ready Rock on the stage, like right. legends. Like, yeah. I'm every Friday. I'm sparring with Cash. Um, I've done it with Youngin. I've done it with Wes. I've done it with Strick. I've done it with. I've I've DJ right. with the best right. of them. Your resume. Um, but, but what so, you saying is can't nobody fuck with you. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. That that's nah, like, nigga. That's what that's, you just said. He, that's what I said. Is I'm the best. But what I'm saying okay. is, I've been on the stage with the best of them, and so I just want there's <laughs> there there's nothing. There's nothing that I haven't seen, but what I what I don't when I say like I want to leave with there's no denying it. I feel like when I see people, when I talk to people, when I'm out now, like at first there was nobody knew who I was, right? And that didn't bother me because I was new. Like I walk in, I could walk through the crowd with my board, and I'm saying, "Excuse me, like yeah, people don't give a fuck." Yeah. I'm coming through. I don't give a fuck about the little who is this nigga going to the DJ booth, nigga? and I'm about to I'm about to headline. I'm about nigga, to close. You ain't hard. Like, yeah, like all right, so cool. So then it was okay. The, the, the bottle girls and the bartenders knew who I was. I'm there enough. Right. All right, that's cool. That's, you know, a little bit of clout. Now I walk in, people know who I am. But now is, bro, you, man, you one of the most underrated in the city, man. You want to appreciate it. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Right. Like, Nigga, what is. I don't think people understand. That's not a compliment. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really <laughs> not like, it, and it's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, either, but it's, it's like, because like, you're saying that you think I'm good, but other people don't think. Exactly. Or don't, don't know how good I am. Yeah. Right. And I think my issue with that is like, all right, y'all said I'm 24. Who, and I think, I'm not the youngest. I was like I said, the youngest is probably Lil JF. Lil JF, yeah. And even with then, um, and I've heard that Lil JF, he's nice. 
there's a little bit of nepotism there. I was, like I was just about to and say if, that. And if because yeah. if if I have a son, yeah. nigga, you better be outside too. And that's no you feel me? That's, and, no, that's no diss at him. But none at like, all. Your daddy is who he is, and I love the, it. The I red think carpet laid out. I think it but should be nepotism. Time, it should be that way. But at the same time, you still got to put your work in too. To For sure. And that, I was about to say that because he because because he because he could have went outside and been trash. Nobody's booked him. So he's doing something right. He's doing something right. My boys stay booked. But with us being the two youngest. He's live across the if, street from Jay. Yeah. For real, that's mm-hmm. what's up. But with us being the two youngest, I mean, like the next oldest close, the next oldest close to us is four or five years older than us. Yeah. Look at the re- even look at the ones who resumes who are around my age group. So from twenty two to thirty two, look at our resumes. Underrated shouldn't be next to my name. No, nah, I like not I, at all. Like just, from just off of the what I've recently started to gather about i would never guess you was only 24 yeah but yeah, like, that's wild cause like i said I, I i see the flyers that you're on yeah i see them so i'm like he's out here but but for you to be doing the gigs that you're doing at the consistent rate that you're doing it you would think you've been doing this for a long ass time. way longer than three years yeah. but i mean that's another thing I, I i i that's another reason why i don't want people to get offended with how talking stuff because a lot of my peers this is your hobby this is your side yeah. job. You do it for the love. You do yeah. it for fun. This is my job. Yeah, they should get when I when when I when I wake up, I'm hopping on my boards. Before I go to sleep, I'm downloading music. So when I wake up tomorrow, I have new music to play with my boards. That's if true. I'm playing Madden, I'm not listening to the commentary. I'm listening to music. I'm digging so I can have more music to play for my boards. If I'm yeah. not playing the game, I'm looking for clients. I'm talking to my manager. I'm making flyers. I'm never not working because this is my career. So when I'm talking, I'm talking about something that is feeding now my family. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. My, my, it was always, all right, I'm taking care of moms. I got to look out for the siblings, look out for my girl. But now when we're about to have a child, like, yeah, it's, only, for the family, it's only four or five, like, four or five of us that I know that are full-time DJs. Um, that's, that's a fact. And so with that being said, like, with this being my career, when I'm talking about it, it's literally how football players talking. This is how I eat. Yeah. And so for me, when I show up on a car with you, is I gotta eat. Mm-hmm. I gotta eat or be eaten. And what I won't do, you won't you will never leave a gig feeling comfortable that you had a better night than me. <laughs> like ever. That that's the goal. I'm, when you go home, I'm gonna give you something to think about. Yeah, like that, that, that's 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 the goal. Like the, the nah. goal is always but I think that's how we that's how we win as a city. Because yeah. if I know that downtown Cam and Cash going crazy, and then Ripple, no filler going crazy, and that Moon Strict going crazy, and then then Fountain Square, uh, Solo and Ferris got one eight hundred going crazy, and then North All Star, PA, uh, Youngin, and what's going going crazy? When niggas come to the city, know what they're not gonna say? Y'all nightlife is trash. Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna say they didn't have a good time. I hate when people be like our nightlife is. I bro, like, it don't. It be it's slowed from, down for it, sure. It be people from here saying it, but it's it's, it's slowed it's, down for sure because most of the places that people came out of are not no longer here. You man, know what I'm saying? I, this is my I think opinion it's on why changed. people say yeah. that. And I've like I said, I've traveled. I've been to mm-hmm. New York. I've been to Atlanta a couple times. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Miami, Tampa. Bro, there's not nothing none of them places have that we don't have. It's just people here don't amplify what we do have. Like the we- like the weather is the only thing when it comes to like the Florida. But as far as like the food, the s- different styles of clubs, and not like bro, we have damn near the exact same shit of all of these major cities. Nah, I've been there do. and I've seen it. It's we just do. we and we don't amplify it. We the just only we places, really just have to stand out like how they are. I yeah. tell people all the time the only the only places that are unique. And it's the same reason why the colleges are unique is 
DC, Atlanta, and like Houston. Yeah, because they have yeah. those HBCUs there. Houston, where, man, like Christ, where you yeah, have, yeah, I, ain't, you see, I didn't say Houston. Where you have, I know, but like, there. but those, but what, what, what was the only thing that's different there is you have thousands and thousands of kids from all over the country. Like that, that Crooks and Julio that I was talking about with me, yeah. we're three of thousands of creatives yeah. who will now be based in that city probably for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're going to go to college there and never leave. Yeah, There's not too many young people who come to Indy and never leave. Yeah. There's not too many people. Who, and so that's the only difference. But yeah. like, like you just said, the culture of the city Bro, it's just like, is it, there. So it's a lot of, so what you're saying that, then that means it's a lot of people who's been here who's probably tired of being here. Yes. Because what I, the cities I just listed, the locals that are there, they don't talk bad about the city. Yeah. So either, either whether they've been there or like you said, they're students who have now landed there. They enjoy where they're at. I feel like people who have been here majority of their life, they feel like they're tired of it, so they talk down on. But it. those places also embrace the change. True. Indianapolis doesn't do a good job of embracing change, and I say that from a nightlife standpoint. Of, I am one of probably I can say six young DJs who I've met in the last two or three years who I think. Is really dope. Like it's not just me. I think there are like a couple other really young dope DJs who aren't as booked as me who deserve to be as booked as me. Johnny B, no yeah, filler. Johnny B, nice. El Feezy. Like there are a lot of young DJs out here who get busy who aren't on cards because the city's not embracing change well. Because and it's not just like them, but like I think it's things like uh, a songs for you is dope as fuck to me. A night yeah. with solo is dope as fuck to me. Laurie Party um, at his height was dope as fuck to me. I think Unplugged is dope as fuck. But um, how many times are these events selling out big rooms like they should because people would rather go to the same club that they're going to talk now and hear the same music and see the same mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. because there are events that are going on every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend there are different oh, dope-ass events. Like, shout out to Club Plex and what they do with the house scene and the dance scene. Mm. Um, like, shout out to... Um, Slick Vic and what he does with 4 p.m. and Suido. Like there are too. a lot of DJs. Shout out to Doug and what he does with the icon parties. Old and young DJs who curate their own stuff. There are a lot of uh, brunch and grooves. Like there are a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that goes on in the city that just if you go, if you actually like will buy a presale ticket and go right. and we can actually throw the event. You know how many dope events that I've been a part of that were just ideas because we had the venue ready, we were ready to go and y'all didn't buy presales. And it probably would have been a good time because y'all was probably going to show up at the door and expect to pay at the door. But like promoters, people got to make their money back. Yeah. Like, so y'all yeah. got to buy. Because like, people put a lot of money into that shit. They do. And, and I don't I, think a lot of people understand that. And you can't be one of them people that say it ain't nothing to do in Indiana and you don't want to search and look up. To go to a damn event, man, somebody's having, or you ain't going weird. to the event because you don't think it's gonna be lit because a certain group of crowd ain't gonna be there. But whatever. you know what? I think it's also it's also just where because that's that's a the nightlife conversation is not an Indianapolis thing. That's a national thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I listen to DJ podcasts and other DJs are talking about how the nightlife is different. It's hard to get people to dance. What are the like? What, what was the song of the summer? Because well, tell you we why. don't know. These motherfuckers right here, the phones, goddamn phones. I got when when I when I when we let me know like when we're going to wrap up so I can roll out my event because yeah. I got something for that for my event we 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 working on something with that too. Yeah, this shit but, right here, bro. Um, it's that, but it's also I tell people this all the time. It's also who has owned hip hop for the last thirty years. It's Atlanta. Yeah. When Atlanta took hip hop from New York, Atlanta's culture is bottle popping, um, and strip clubs. Yeah. And so to get your music to go, you have to make sure your music is going somewhere where we can pop bottles. And where the girls can dance to versus New York, it's more a beat. 
they were making music so the, the dance floor can go. When yeah. it was L.A., the dance floor needed to go. Yeah. When the, when hip hop went to the south, the music slowed down. So it ain't no more. I'm going to the club to dance. I'm going to the club to flex. Yeah. I'm going to the club to turn up. How, how how many times have you went to the club and you left wet because you were sweating because you danced all night? I ain't did that shit since I was in college. Exactly. You probably left because you was drunk. Cause you, you had a good time because you was drunk and you got the rap, all the lyrics to March Madness. You feel me? <laughs> and that's cool. That, that's a good time. That's lit. And the girls got to dance in some sexy red because they, they twerk. They say you ain't left with your jeans messed up because yeah, you been twerking on all night. They ain't even twerking on the men. They, they're not twerking on the men no more, and the men don't want to be twerked on no more. Because if you go into a club now, niggas are standing against the wall. Bro, it's, listen, Ain't nobody have, in the I, middle. Do you know how many men come to me and ask me to play some money back from Pooh Icy so them and their homies can put their arm around each other with the one bottle? <laughs> Man, and they can the And they can up, shoot at the, at the other homie who's recording. Shut up, Cam. And I, while they doing that, bro, it's, a, it's a section of women over here twerking. And bro. it's like, bro, because like me, me and my, my, my dog don't feel talk about it all the time. When I DJ... My goal is to get everybody bro. in here late tonight. I bro. swear to God. I swear to God. Listen, My bro. goal is for you to all leave with somebody and to have a great night and talk about this night. I can't do that if you in here with a shiesty scaring the, the, the bro, women. Bro, listen, bro. This nigga crazy. Said he done had niggas it, it's come so, up it's, to him. It's wild to hear you say that because, bro, we, we're both 10 years older than you. So, uh -huh. bro, I was in college literally 10 years ago, bro, okay. and it was when... Like, we had phones, but, like, bro, the recording and all that shit, bro, was not a thing, bro. Right. So, like you said, we was literally leaving college parties, nigga, T-shirts, sweating, pants messed up from getting twerked on all night. Bro, there's none of that no more. So, to hear that you, to, for that to still be what's going on now, bro, it's, it's wild just to hear But it. you know what? I'm, let me tell you. The, <laughs> I mean, the, it's, it's, the, it's, because, like, it's not, it's not like the party don't, it's not like the, the party don't be a good time. Like, even when I was doing my college parties, like. I've done some. Oh, I've done some. He said shooting at the fun nigga. Shooting at the bro, screen, like yo, about, oh, the girls is like, is, what's going to be good? What is arm <laughs> over oh, the homie? Oh, but he got the bottle. He got the bottle in his hand. One bottle. <laughs> One bottle. And then six, six niggas. niggas. <laughs> One bottle, six niggas. Bro, what? One bottle, six niggas. Talk about. And it's like, bro. And then, but, but and then, I think my, my my thing that bothered me too is like, you come up to me when I'm playing some. Some partition by Beyonce. I'm playing something that the girls really yeah, grooving to, to some Afro beats. The hips is turn, moving. Turn back in blood on, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you doing? What's up? <laughs> ain't trying to hear this. Like or like like oh, like shit, Thursdays. Bro, Thursdays funny. we at Hovito now, and so uh, two tone. My dog two tones giving it with us free range to really control the night. Like you know, you ever get a chance to come out? Cause we gonna really it's gonna be a different playlist. Okay. But um, it was just me last week, and my dog was in Atlanta, and so I'm DJing, and they like, man, get ratchet. I'm like, bro, it's Thursday. Why do you want to get ratchet on a Thursday? Right. In other in other cities, this is R&B Thursdays. Like in most cities tonight, they're yeah. just playing R&B because it's the we get ready for the weekend. Right. If you want to get ratchet, I promise in 24 hours, my niggas Youngin and Pimp C at All Star will turn <laughs> you they, up. They, they but right you. now, they got that. They got that shit for you. <laughs> but right now, we vibing get some of this R&B vibe. And it's not even all like it's not even. And that's my thing. Like you don't. I think I feel like in India, it's either or. Yeah. It's either we turn. Or it's R&B. Yeah. And then, you know, in indie, the way our R&B parties go, eventually it's going to be a trap R&B party. Because I go to R&B parties and I be hearing hip-hop. Well, but see, I think a lot of that has to do with the people that's coming to the party. Because I've seen people on Facebook be like, the R&B party was cool, but they only play R&B. It's supposed to be just R&B. But you know what? I think it's also... <clears throat> I. You come into okay. an R&B party. Okay. I think it's also, I I, I I I really am trying not to be too critical. I, I'm a critique. 
it's also it's also it's also because I feel like in the last however many years because I wasn't outside before I went to school I wasn't outside when I got back I was only outside when I was controlling the crowd right and so when I was going outside for other people it was just to support a homie or to support a new event or whatever but when I do DJ what I do see a lot of is when y'all was coming up the DJ was controlling the crowd you feel me? Yeah. He was controlling how y'all was feeling that night. Yeah. I don't know when it happened, but now the crowd controls the DJ. DJs mm. are scared to venture out. They're scared to play new music that's and try a, to break music. That's a solid perspective. They're scared to try to do things because they don't want to lose the crowd. Yeah. They're going to keep you guys comfortable. I'm going to keep my no flocking in the March Madness in the freestyle. All in I'm going to keep. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to keep my. Um, I'm going to keep Boosie and Webby in my playlist. Even though they're legends, I'm going to keep Boosie and Webby in my playlist 25 years later. If I go to Houston, if I go to Dallas, you ain't they're hearing closer that. to Louisiana than we are. Yeah, but you ain't hearing You're, that. You, you might hear Wipe Me Down. You might hear Set It Off. You might hear right. it. <laughs> you might. Here, from, 2000, yeah. from, from, from 2002 to 2007, Memphis, Louisiana, and um, I'm missing a city. But they they run the, the the sound of the night. Yeah, Boosie, Webby, Gotti, um, like the fact that we still play Trial Time and Trial Time is getting played like a prom time song to this day is insane. There's so, nothing so, wrong with so, it. But you don't you don't play those. No, it's not that I don't. I will play those. No, I'm saying, do you cater to the crowd as no. well, or when you DJ, no. you DJ? No, you? you're you're because you're gonna hear whatever I play. Because mm. we're it's my job to make sure you have a. Because if if I play if I'm catering to the crowd, eventually at some point I'm gonna start playing the same set. Right. Even if it's in different order, you're going to start knowing when stuff is coming. Yeah. And so I can turn you up and we can get ratchet, but we don't have to play the same stuff. Right. I can turn you up, we can get ratchet, and I can play throwbacks that aren't, like, I love No Filler because No Filler plays a lot of mixtape Wayne. Okay. That's old. But if I hear, man, I got that swag, and then I hear Wayne come in instead of swag, instead of them swagging yeah. and surfing, yeah. oh, that's unique. That's that's hard. Yeah, that's different. You yeah. know, and you never know who in the crowd. Matter of fact, you do know because Wayne was running the streets. Think about how many niggas in the crowd will rap We Be Steady Mobbing. These are old songs, too, that you just don't hear out as much. Mm -hmm. Or some old mixtape Wayne, just as much as they rap that old Boosie and Webby. Yeah. It's not that we, like, play old shit. It's the old shit we play. And there the fact know. that we all universally as DJs have agreed like, we've seen another DJ, oh, he got this off the crowd, loved it. Let me add this to my library because they'll love it when I play it, too. So you don't do that? No. Actually, there are a lot of songs that I haven't downloaded that I won't play because I've seen another DJ get it off in a way I'm like, that's unique, that's him. Yeah. I don't play Melodies in Heaven. That's Boogie shit. Yeah. And Stump, that's Boogie <laughs> yeah. shit. But, yeah. like, other DJs might do it, but I saw Boogie get a crowd off, so why would I go? And that's my job to go find maybe another gospel hit or something else to get the crowd off like Boogie got the crowd off. Right. I'm not about to play... Um. I'm not like it's Christmas for the next however many Christmas. I, I saw Cash do um, all I want for Christmas. Yeah, I need a long hair, thick, and the crowd went crazy this past Friday. <laughs> I was like, that was hard as fuck. So I will you, never in my life. Now you like all right. He I gotta find bowling. something. Now I gotta I, find something to bust their ass. To bust their ass. Some Fleetwood Mac in there. Right? <laughs> yeah, but like you do that, you change. But the like game. you just, I think is <laughs> I, I think what 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 makes Fleetwood a great DJ some bankers. Is a lot of us have lost being unique and, and, and creative. Yeah. We yeah. were catering to the crowd. I think every time you get in front of a crowd, you shouldn't have to, you, we shouldn't be waiting and hoping to get on the butter card to be creative. There you go. Like, and I'm not saying get up there and play Fleetwood Mac at Lava. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. I'm not right, saying right. that. Yeah, right. I think that's insane. 
Yeah. I think that's crazy. You feel me? Unless you got a, uh, a couple a white people in there yeah. or somebody paid for it. But what I'm saying is when you go to Lava, when you go to Georgia Street, when you go to whatever, dig. Like, the, the, the hip-hop game has blessed us. New music comes out every fucking Friday. At, 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 at midnight on Thursday, going into Friday, there are 150,000 new songs that are uploaded to That's Spotify, crazy. Apple Music. It's too much, So, bro. it is. But it is. It is too much. too much. But now it is your job as the DJ to go, to go you don't got to listen to everything. Yeah, just find something to resonate with you. But if it's a Friday, and I know that Brent drop, Nudie drop, Lil Tecca drop, 21 drop, and Drake drop, I'm going to listen to the, the Brent, the Drake, and the 21. Yeah. Because those are the hot artists. I'm going to listen to the album from top to bottom. And I'm going to go through and see, all right, these are the ones that I like. And I'm going to play these tonight. And then these are the ones that the crowd might like. And I'm going to play these tonight. And then I'm going to mix this with some of the old shit and mix this with some of this shit and mix this. And then I'm going to make a new set around which I used to hearing me play. But now we got some whole new songs in there. But if I listen to three new niggas' uh, albums, I got 150, almost 200 new songs. To add to my set list for tonight. Well, you just made that DJ shit. Sound bro, I was about to say it's fun. a full time job. It bro. is, man. Like, Dude, I was, that's crazy. Like, you really have to be a student of music, bro. Like he said, every Friday, you would literally, if you want to be good and up to date, bro, you would have to listen to all of that. All of that yeah. shit that just dropped. And be like, and like just so you can find out what song you might <clears throat> think the crowd are like. Yeah. But it's 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 rewarding when you find it. Like, I, I'll, Surround sound, you know the surround sound challenge. The girls tape the phone on the oh, ceiling yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And back, Jid, that that album came out the end of last year. I'm I'm a Jid fan. I fuck with Jid. So, so that song been out. That song's oh, been out. Fuck, it's, a, it's a year and a half old. <laughs> and it's just get. That's but crazy. hear me out. I've been playing that song, and during my 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 warm up time, right, with nobody for about it. a year and a half, and now. not nobody knowing nothing about it. Now, now, that, now when you this play videos it. on my grandma, me playing everything. But now when we play it, they turn up. They go crazy. So it feels good as a DJ that when I heard the album, like you listen to the album, it's a, it's a boom bap lyrically, lyric. You know, it's yeah. one of them. It's not something you can play at the club. Right. When I heard, I said, "Hey, that song would go." Yeah. You feel me? So when it feels good, even when they are late. To, oh, I was on that. Yeah. It lets you know your ear is in the yeah, right spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that sure. you're a good taste maker. And you like, already not talked about it because you, you position like, your damn self. And that's another thing. Like, yeah. Just kind of knowing what going or or how to make things go. Like, um, I play Dirty Diana at all my gigs. Nigga. Nigga, that's it, my favorite Michael Jackson song. Mine too. Dirty But it's just like, that's, but that's, I play it at every oh. gig. But it's like every gig is mixed differently depending on who I'm playing it for. Yeah. But it's like, it's just knowing and understanding, all right, hey, I'm about to enjoy myself. <clears throat> I'm not about to, that's another thing. Like, I don't know how you can enjoy playing the same shit over and over. It's and too much music to even want to do that. And that's another, yeah. it's too much music. Too much music. It's, too, it's too much new music. And like, there's so much old music. Like, every DJ, I bet y'all have been to however many parties this year. I bet this whole year you've heard When I See You a Thousand Times by Fantasia. Oh, I'm sick of that yeah. song. I bet you ain't heard Truth Is or Free Yourself. Those are both bangers. Nope. From the same album. Yep. I'm that's sick. what I'm, I'm saying. Sick. Like that, I'm sick of that's that what, one, That's what I'm saying. Though. Be creative. Like, you don't always got to just be, okay, you got to be up on a new shit. We're going to play some old shit. If we all playing the same song the same way, you be unique and you be you so you can stand out from the rest. And what's yeah. so crazy is the crowd going to tell you. Literally. I've been hearing this song. Ugh, can he play something different? Da, 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 yep. da, da, da. I get sick of that shit. Bro, I think people just, it's man, it's, it's weird because even like under the influence of Chris Brown, bro, that song came out in 2019. Yeah, that I was, didn't, that, like, that one I didn't know. That, that was, was crazy. Bro, that was on the Indigo album. So like when I heard people, start, I'm like, I've been fucking with this. I'm like, this shit four years old. But and now it's, y'all just now fucking but it's, with it. That's he, TikTok though. And it, but it, exactly. It's and TikTok. it's like, even Chris was smart with it because he just made the video to it 
earlier what this year or yeah. last year. So it's like, but that shit came out in 2019. So it's like, bro, I think people just, they don't, sometimes the timing is what will make a song, you know, what it needs to be. Also, it's, it's also where you hear it. Like, you know, yeah. I saw niggas, I, I, I saw niggas sitting in their house in Indianapolis on either the far east side or in Brightwood somewhere or in Carmel somewhere judging Drake's that the Honestly Nevermind album, I should the dance album. Mm. It's like, because you're sitting in your house, driving in your car, listening to this on some little speakers. He made this for you to be in Miami. Like, he yeah. made this, like, it's it on when you digest it, where you hear yeah. albums. Yeah. Like, some hip-hop songs. Because when you hear songs like that in Miami, that shit it hit different. It, me, me and my yeah. brother, like, it so, hit different. so my brother's younger. He's 20, carry 28 now. So okay. he, whenever he sends me music, he'll tell me where I need to listen yeah, to Yeah, like. He'll be like, listen to this in the car. Listen yeah. to this while you working out. Yeah. I, I ain't going to hold you. I ain't getting in the car bumping no Drake. For real? That's a good place. That's a good place to ride. He got some riding songs. I'll be in the car all day. So <laughs> I'm not getting in the car and be like, hey, put that new Drake nah, on. bro. You, you, you missing out, man. No, I'm not. That's yeah, really I'm not best. even the biggest Drake fan, but no, he got some good riding music. Coach. I'm not listening to Drake in the car. What is it? What, what? I don't even think Drake got a record I can listen to in the car. I'm going to tell you a song nah, he you got, can listen to that you probably like. It was on Certified Love Voice. 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. On a Bridal Path. 7 a.m. It's worth a real, I tell you it's one real I smooth. Like, it was doing spitting on it. Nah, it, it was doing COVID. Uh, what was it? Right foot slide. Sorry. Pussy slide. That's for real. Do the ad, bro. <laughs> Do, do the that, ad, bro. Do, do the Boy, ad. fuck you. Do the ad, bro. This slide is crazy. Listen, do the I'm, ad, bro. Listen. Go ahead. Do the ad. Locked in skincare. And I think- <laughs> Locked in skincare. Go ahead, bro. Do I the- think for no. Listen, I think for me it was the beat. <laughs> no, the beat is hard. It was the beat, the beat bro. Is hard. And he slid on the motherfucker. It was so simple. Come on, bro. Do that. <laughs> Perry ain't no me, y'all. Out of, all the, out of all the songs, you gonna Tussie sing slide. goddamn Tussie Slide, bro? I play that in the whip. Come on, bro. Go ahead. Do That's funny. Because I'm about to slide. That's actually funny. I didn't <laughs> think he was gonna say Tussie bro, Slide. Tussie Slide. Bro, what's wrong with it? Nothing, bro. It's, it's just all right. That would be like me saying. That would be like me saying. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. That'd be like me saying. Out of all. <laughs> The Michael Jackson songs you can play in the whip. I know we know hella Michael Jackson songs. All the Michael Jackson songs you can play in the whip, I'll be playing, and then I name something off like one of his albums after he died. Exactly. Like Man, y'all got it's like out of all the like out of all the, the thousand all Drake bro. hits he got, that's like number nine hundred ninety seven. Literally, listen, bro. I think it, like I said, for me, it's just the way the beat hit in that motherfucker. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> but I'm not Drake is like a crybaby to me do the on ad, records. Bro. That's Man, crazy. Just do the ad. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I can't believe you just said to the slide, bro. What? That's funny. Bro, man, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure you check out Locked In Skin Care. <laughs> Definitely will moisturize your body. For sure, for sure. They got scrubs, butters, and soaps. Uh, you catch them on Instagram, Locked Skin Care. Uh, website, Locked In, well, LockedSkinCare.com. Make sure you check out Aliza Hair Salon. Um, you can catch him on Instagram, Aliza Hair Salon. They also located at 5108 West 38th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, y'all got me fucked up about this, Drake. <laughs> nah. I'm just going to let you know. I'm just saying, That's bro. I, you know, because, you know, with Chris, he'll. So I feel like I'm, I Drake, don't need, fan, Drake fans and LeBron fans are similar to me because they will make you dislike the person yes. by how much they're talking about For sure. It. We need to so, talk about so Chris because Chris don't boy, like Our homeboy Massey, he's a Drake stand, as they say. I, I fuck with Drake, mm-hmm. but not to the magnitude that he does. Me either. Likewise. 
So for you to say Tussie, even for me, Tussie Slide, bro, you're pushing. No, yeah, you don't like that? No, it, it, no it's, 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 it's not even I don't like it. That's just not. Once I I will never turn that shit on on purpose. <laughs> Ever. Bro. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like. It'll have to come on. No, I feel that. Tussie, come on, bro. Listen to 7, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path, bro. You'll fuck. If no, you I'm going to send you some. I'm going yeah, to get a Drake help, mix or something. Please, I'm telling y'all, don't send me no, shit. Please, <laughs> don't send me shit. That's funny. <laughs> nah, yeah, because I'm not even the biggest, like, actually, I'm, I'm a big Drake critic. I'm just that's like crazy. getting in the car bumping Drake. But if that song come <clears> on. Or you're crazy. I'm, I'm vibing, that's bro. Actually, like, that's, that's really funny. So who, who's your top five uh, artists right now? Current, I, we ain't gonna do that. We we can do can do top five current, and then if you want to do something that's past or history, okay. We'll do that too. Current artists, um, like, like just active, like they they've just, they've, yeah, been, they've dropped in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, Kendrick will always be one. I know that was one. Um, Kanye will always be two. Okay. Um, and they 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 flip all the time. Um, Surge probably three, R and B artist. Um, yeah, yeah. R. Lennox might be four. Okay. Five is a toughie, man. Who else do I listen to? It might be Smino. I like Smino. It might be Smino. I was looking for Brent in there somewhere. Um, Brent. So let me tell you. Let me tell you why. I, I, I was a Brent fan early. I was a Brent fan in college, and I still I still fuck with Brent heavy. Brent. Is somebody who I can vibe to and I can play his music, um, but Brent is not his. His subject matter has changed for his music. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's gotten very it's, it's watered down. Like it's almost like he's trying to push that toxic bad. But it's like an act. You can see the act. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to like Saunders some of his early shit, he was real. Like yeah, that's I'm shit, trying that to come up. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to come up. I'm, I'm trying to make it now. I'm like, and it's cool to get your money and, and talk yeah. your shit. But it's like just the way he talks and now it's like. All right, cool, but what else? Um, <laughs> I, I fuck with Brent, but then like it, I think also me, I, I'm marking myself as an R and B DJ. Um, that's probably another reason why I don't like all the turn up club shit. <laughs> um, it's because like I can do it, and that's what makes the money. But yeah. I, I am that's why that's really the biggest reason why I moved from Lava to Georgia Street on Fridays. Gotcha. Um, because Georgia Street with Cash and C Hove is uh we so we love R and B, so I I can really do my R and B thing. But me being an R and B fan, Brent makes male R and B look bad these days. Man, he can't sing. Um, oh man, he can't sing, and, it's like, it's, I, and I like Brent. Too. I, I do too, but he, my my boy just be off key. Um, Damn. it just makes the makes us look bad. Cause like you got Lucky Day, who's great. You have Sir, who's great. Daniel Caesar, who's great. Um, like you got a lot of great male R and B artists who really get busy with the vocals. Um, he's a great pen. I think R and B is really about yeah, the yeah, pen yeah, today yeah. more. It's about the voice anyway. Yeah, but I like Brent. Um. But you know, it's, that, it's a lot like that five spots. A lot of people I listen to a lot of people. Um, it's probably Smino. If it's not Smino, then it's probably hey, that rice and gravy. Yeah, he hey, listen, Smino, St. Louis. I don't he, even know who Smino is. For real, we got to hip you because he's he a St. Louis rapper called Rice and Gravy. He um he a, he a different cat, but he's crazy with the with the lyrics, different flow, real centric. I think you'll like him. Smooth, he's like a soulful yeah. rapper. Um, he's from the Midwest, like you know. Yeah, we produce the best, but like, you know the best musicians come from the Midwest, right? Like, Definitely. like they like we just do like a roster, like the Midwest yeah, roster. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's definitely those five. Kendrick and Kanye is kind of cheating because they older, but yeah. they active. So. You looking forward for the Kanye new album? Uh, when if it happens, yeah, but no. 
I, I, I stopped looking forward to Bro, Kanye I albums. Ain't gonna lie. I, I've never been the one to anticipate an album, but for some reason, I was waiting on this one. He was supposed to drop on the 15th. For real? Man, that shit, I looked and checked. That shit nah. said the 31st. Let me tell you. I said, so, this is why I don't look forward to shit like this. I'm going to give you a crazy stat. I'm a Kanye fan. I'm a huge Kanye fan. Kanye's only had one album that dropped the day it was supposed to drop, and that was Graduation, and that was because he was going head to head with 50 Cent. Other than that, every other album he's he's pushed he's blah, he's pushed back at least a day. That's crazy. That's bro. crazy. Um, I think is I, I can understand why he does it like to an extent. I think it's crazy because, um, creatively, like we're all I create. Yeah, so like yeah, creatively, yeah, sure. I don't like there being a time limit on when I create. Like I remember when I was first, one, I was like, hey, I'm gonna drop a, a mix a week. Yeah. Like, well, what the fuck? I can't. <laughs> a mix a week. Like, you're limiting yourself to a week to be creative and give your fans or give yourself something that you're going to like. Mm-hmm. Like, you're giving yourself a week. Like, you could drop that Wednesday and then that Tuesday, you could hear a song and that BPM be like, fuck. I should have put that bro, in there. I should have used that motherfucker. Yeah, so I, I can understand why he would be like, uh, take it back to the drawing board. Let's listen. Yeah. Let's but, replace some songs. Replace some songs. But you. my thing is, don't market it. Just say I'm in album mode. I'm working. And when I'm, it drop, it and drop. when it drop, it drop. Yeah. So now we're not we're anticipating, but we're not looking at we're not looking forward to a date. Because right. then what happens is if you Kanye does it because he's Kanye, but like as this, as a creator, if you do that two three more times, the odds are gonna go away. Mm-hmm. So where you probably could have did. 300k 400k first week or whatever i'm not i'm not talking to Kanye, nigga he's done a million 700 million first week i'm just saying like like in general like i can understand it but like it takes eyes away after a while like yeah. you get people like me who's a real Kanye fan i'm not gonna ever go listen that day yeah. until i get a twitter confirmation from somebody oh i'm listening to the that album was, yeah that it was hard um yeah and so like i'm not really anticipating like if it come out it come out but like I, I waited five years for a Kendrick album, so my like my days of anticipating albums are done. Like, I mean, five years is crazy. Five honest, years. That's why I never like I, I I like Kendrick and definitely respect his greatness. But I feel like once I'm into somebody, like I need some consistency. Okay, so, so it's like, bro, you you leaving me hanging? Yeah, uh, I feel like so, that. I feel like that's 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 just a product of. Um, streaming and how accessible music is now yeah because like, it's made in microwaves because like you know think about this off the wall dropped in 79 mm-hmm. damn dropped in 82 that's three years mm-hmm. bad dropped in 87 mm. they waited five years to get that dirty damn like nah, you feel me nah. so like um lauren never dropped again <laughs> so <laughs> and sometimes and so, you just, sometimes you just can't rush shit for real but you know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're creating music, when you're creating anything, when you're creating music specifically, um, and so like I think another thing with hip hop is we talk about hip hop because of the marriage that hip hop and the NBA has created. We talk about it like it's basketball. Mm. We talk about it. We give them, we give these stats and we give these numbers. First week sales, and th- we're talking about an art form, right? Um, one one thing that like one one of my, one of my biggest critiques of Drake is the same critique that Joe Budden had, which was like. Like take some time away. Like you're yeah. you you're at the top of your game. Um, you've been the big shot for this many years, and you're still talking about um being dubbed by women that you're confused on why they're dubbing you for a nigga less successful than you. Like that's that's what his subject matter is. But it's like I watch J. Cole take two, three years away between the project and he has a kid and he has a wife, and so now I have new stuff to talk about. Yeah. Like in order like when you're rapping, yo, like dropping every year is cool when you 
Gucci and you Young Boy and you yeah. and you that's that's what you you know you just putting out music for the street to you. Yeah. But when you saying you want to be one of the best MCs and you're dropping rap and you're trying to drop albums and like them Billboard numbers like my ears don't hear Billboard. I think I told Blair that and I like Blair from uh. Bellies and uh, bellies and bullshit. Yeah. I told Blair that like my ears don't hear Billboard. Like right. my ears don't hear numbers. The first week, my ears hear the art. And so you have to grow. Like the reason why we say hip hop is a young man's game is because hip hop is a young genre. Mm -hmm. We haven't been able to see until now with Nas and Hove and Wayne and them. We haven't been able to see rappers age and make music still. Yeah. Because Rakim and them didn't even know for real that they could make music from hip hop. Yep. Like they were. They they were just doing it because they loved it. They didn't know that this was a multi million dollar business, and my masters mean this, and my so we didn't get to see them age. Yeah. So it's only a young man's game because it's been young men running it. But now the rappers who y'all grew up on, the Hoes, the Nas, the Wayne, the Three Stacks, well, he's not rapping, Jeezy. but Three Stacks, the Jeezy, yeah. um, Rick Ross, like yeah. a lot of them are. If you listen to their albums now, they've aged beautifully. Mm -hmm. they're, but they're yeah. talking about bigger money. Yeah. They're yeah. talking about more life experiences. Hove, like, Hove, people say they hate 444. 444 is no different than when he was on a blueprint bragging about the bricks and the women. Right. Now I'm just talking about this art <laughs> in my wife. Yeah. Like, there's no difference. Yeah. Um, the subject matter is just matured, but the it's still there. And there's growth, man. Yeah, so, like, when that, and that's my thing with Kendrick. Like, you take five years away, and then you come back with, well, in them five years... Um, I had two kids mm -hmm. and you know I was dealing with being a rap superstar but I've been with this girl since I was 16 so I was being like, I'm dealing with infidelity like I have to let her know like I'm being unfaithful and I'm cheating and I gotta deal with that and I'm dealing with damn like these people look at me as a savior cause they love my consciousness but I'm just a nigga like he's talking about some real shit but it took five years to give me that if you would've came out two three years later with some subpar shit I'll be sitting here talking about, oh, Kendrick fell off. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I feel so I'd, I'd rather you take that time away and then, all right, let's see what you came up with versus you trying to give me something again and again and again because I need it. Because yeah. then eventually I'm I'm going to turn on you quicker than anybody else because yeah, yeah, once you trash, I'm going to go to the next nigga. I don't want to hear that shit no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go to the next else. nigga. Man, I I definitely appreciate for you appreciate you for sliding on this, man. Always. No, man. This has really been a good uh, conversation. Y'all hated on me with the Tootsie slide, so I'm going <laughs> to slide to the right and let that slide on off, especially Perry, because I got him going with hey, that bro, shit. Hey, bro, listen. Got all the songs you could have said, bro. Tootsie slide. slide. Man, forget y'all. Cam, let them know where they can find you at, bro. Um, You can find me at DJ Sounds by Cam on Instagram. Uh, that's the only social media platform that you can find me at. Facebook's for the fam. Twitter is for me. Um, that's what's up. But got boundaries. Um, I did want to say that next year, January 28th, I will be starting my own event. Um, I'm rolling out here. I create podcasts. This is my first time introducing it to the world, talking about it to the world. It will be called FOMO or Fear of Missing Out. Mm. Um, this will be an open format event. Um, for DJs, I am curating my crowd. It is invite only. Of course, the I create um, cast is invited always. Um, so, to all anybody listen to I create, a lot of y'all, I know we have like a lot of um, our fans kind of intersect a little bit. So, there will be a lot of you that would be invited, but first we'll be invite only, and then we start moving them around. Um, we were talking about the phones earlier. I'll be introducing a sticker policy um, that. We are kind of stealing from Europe. My homegirl was in Europe during um, the pandemic, so she got the party and stuff out there. So the sticker policy is basically with admission, I give you a sticker, and it covers your uh, 
camera on your phone. So we will not be allowing recording or uh, cameras to happen. Hey, uh, or like no, um, no, 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 no media. I, I have a media team that is paid to make sure Sheesh. that everybody's represented. I have a media team that's paid to make sure everybody gets their pictures. We have a social media site um, and a website destination for you to get your pictures. Um, and your pictures won't cost. Like I, I make sure all that's taken care of. But we'll take care of the pictures in the media. But um, the goal is for you to come and dance and enjoy a different soundtrack. Um, and so we'll be really big on making sure that the music sounds different. Be real careful with where, I mean, with the DJs we curate. But yeah, FOMO will be coming out next year, January 28th at the Melly Showroom. Shout out to Melly. Shout out to Monty because mm. um, they working on me with it. But yeah, so next year FOMO will be ready for that. Um, the plan we'll do four in the spring. In the summertime, we get busy. FOMO Atlanta and FOMO in Arizona are already in the works. Hey, that's hey, hold on. Y'all hear what he said, right? So you can't come in there with your phone talking no. about, hey, girl, I'm, no, 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 no. Your shit is covered. Front, oh. front and back? Front and back. We have, so the, cam, the the stickers will have a QR code. The QR code will lead you to merch. It will lead you to the set for the night. So you will have my sets um, at the end of the night that you can listen to for the rest of your life. You about to change um, the game with and that. it'll lead you to um, the discounted ticket and the theme for the next FOMO. But that discounted ticket will only be available for 48 hours. Don't worry about that to the summer because the first four FOMOs are free. Hey, hey, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. January what? 28th. January 28th at the Melly Showroom. Hey, y'all make sure y'all check that out. P, where can they find you at? Ah, uh, man, y'all know y'all can find me on Facebook, Perry Smith, uh, Instagram, Perry D'Angelo, and business page on Instagram, Studio 1123. And I'm your boy, Tony Stick. <laughs> all right. This is shout out, Tony. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my boy. He be back next week, so we all good. Uh, this your boy Mike Haney. You can find me on Instagram, HOD underscore Filmworks. Um, Facebook, Michael Haney. Uh, the podcast page is I underscore create underscore podcast. We really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, and until next time. But man, listen, bro, I really appreciate you, man. Like, wow. To, to be 24 years old, bro, and the been, been in the rooms that you've been in with some of the DJs that I grew up on and listened to. Bro, that shit's legends. Dope, man. Sure, like, man. keep Definitely. keep going, bro. Legends. Listen, and you do this shit full time. You know what I'm saying? That's that's dope. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh, we out of here. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Peace.